Elon. You're listening to Garage Hammer. Episode 277. On tonight's episode, it's more Stormcast. More Stormcast. Really? The Manly's got nothing else to talk about but Stormcast. You know, if you take all the Dwar, you take all the Overlords, and you take all the Fire Slayers, and you take all the Dwar in the cities of Sigmar, there's still more variety of units in the Stormcast. More Stormcast. And they stole... Well, they didn't steal. Grundy gave them our armor and our great weapons. And what do we get? Nothing. Get my book of grudges and shut it. I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the Graduate Tools for the next two, three, uh, whatever. Dude, we're talking more Stormcasts. We got hammers. We got lightning. We got armor. We got a pretty angry master engineer, too. I mean, wow. He didn't seem happy. Like, I'm I'm glad he finished saying what he was saying and left, because I thought I was going to get popped in the jaw just for being here. Uh, all right, so listen. Uh, with me, as always, in the beginning of the show is Lindsay, the albino Canadian hockey puck. Say hi, Lindsay. Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay, yeah, she's glad. She's glad the master engineer left quickly too. She, he was, he was in a huff. He was in a huff. Uh, if it wasn't a huff, it was probably a minute in a huff. But that's just, ugh, oh god. So listen. Uh, before we get going, and I go and get Chris up here on the line, um, want to just thank our sponsors: Kazark uh, Superstore, Kazark Superstore, Kazark Superstore, Kazark Superstore, and Six Squared Studios for all your basing and MDF and uh, 3D printing needs. And of course, Grognard Games in Grognard Grognard Games in Grognard, Illinois. I am not even drinking, so I just want to say Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at Grognards. Uh, and of course, I want to thank our Patreon sponsors, those people who actually put their own hard-earned cash into this show. Um, I love. Every one of you so much. Everyone who was, is, and will be a sponsor. Thank you all. And I want to especially thank our associate producers, Christopher Sanders, Big Jake, and now Jake Corman. Our executive producers, Colin Miller and Tyler McDonald, and our newest patrons. That's right, two new patrons today. Tim O'Brien and our newest executive producer, Scott Milne. Thank you, every last one of you, for becoming part of the 1% who make this show and every episode and every other thing we do with this show possible. Just want to thank you so much. And before we move on uh, to the last bit to get to that first commercial break and get to Chris, um, got to tell you all about voicemail. Um. We have voicemail. One seven five seven G H show six. That's one seven five seven G H show six. One seven five seven G H show six. One seven five seven G H show six. I I don't know. I'm seriously. I swear I haven't been drinking. Um, international callers dial zero zero one seven five seven G H show six. But we've got a couple of voicemails, and so I'm going to play voicemails for you. 
<laughs> for ye right now. And uh, it's uh, what what month would be complete without a call from Brandon in the Pork Chop Express? So hold on a second. Here we go. Bop uh, and. Hey, this is Brandon from Columbia in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to those tools in the garage. So I'm here with my son, Sawyer, who loves his iron jaws. Aren't you right, Sawyer? Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, so i got a couple questions for you, uh, Dave. Um, so number one, um, you're, I'm listening to episode 276. So that means 24 more episodes, or no, 476. So that means 24 more episodes until episode 500. So I'm curious about what you have planned no, for episode 500. No, no it doesn't. Um, so that's, I mean, come on, man, that, that's huge. Um, so next question, and I think this is the most important question, especially for all your fans out there. Does your new co-host enjoy Big Trouble Little China? Is he a fan? I, I, I mean, I, I, I think that's a huge, huge thing to uh, clear up for the fans. So, uh, Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Keep up the good work. Okay, and just so you know, Brandon realized what he was saying because then he called back. Hey, Dave, it's uh, Brandon from Columbia again. I'm sorry. I uh, It was episode 276. I apologize. So episode 300, I'm worried about what you got going on for episode 300. So uh, anyway, talk to you guys later. Okay, when Chris comes on, I'll ask him about Big Trouble in Little China. I don't even know if he's ever seen it. But if he hasn't, well, he'll have to watch it so he has an opinion. Um, I don't know what we're doing for episode 300. That's 23 episodes from now, which is a year from now. Who knows what will happen? A year from now, I should almost be done with grad school. I'll be like two months off of done from grad school. Um, uh, Harrison will be 21. Um He'll actually be graduated from college. I have no idea. A year from now seems like a really long time. But knowing, knowing, uh, I, man, I don't know. Every time we've had one of these really huge things for something, you know, uh, you know, Christopher's big uh, Chaos Dwarf thing or the big episode releases, you know, I, I always put something big together. Uh, I have no idea. Dude, I, if you, I, I, you know, there's a lot of shows that have a, a high, a much higher episode count than than ours uh and and a lot of them are like weekly though you know i just i couldn't do that but uh if you would have told me that i'm getting close to episode 300 i mean that's going to be 12 years of this nonsense um 12 and a half years of this nonsense uh i don't know I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it will be cool, and I'm hoping I survive that long. So that's all I can say. We got one last voicemail from Rob uh, from Atlanta. So here we go. Hi, this is Robin from Atlanta, and I'm just calling in to say that if I was in the world of AOS, the realms of Sigmar, uh, I would be most excited if I was an ogre man-eater uh, specifically one that was apprenticing and learning what he could underneath an engineer. Now the catch is that I'm not particularly concerned about whether or not it's a dwarven engineer, a, a, a human engineer, uh, uh, or anything along those lines, any of the good guys. I'm perfectly uh, willing to accept Chaos Dwarf, Chaos Dwarden, 
or uh, a Skaven engineer, because those seem really entertaining and really exciting to me. You never know what's going to happen. An ogre and uh, working under an, an engineer, learning under an engineer. Interesting. First contest entry. Rob from Atlanta. Uh, you're winning at the moment. <laughs> uh, and I like that. That was, that was, that's, I, I, I don't, he didn't even care about the realms. He just, well, probably in, I'm, I'm guessing in Gur, that's destruction. They almost all live there. Where That's where the feeding is the best. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for the entry and the rest of you get something in. Come on. It's, 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 it's six squared studios. They've got so much. And here's the thing. They can make you what you need. Like it could be like, oh, look, what, how much would this cost? And they could make things, custom things for you. You know, custom tokens, custom stuff. So like the thing you want, they can make. So come on, get those contest entries in. Don't forget about the contest. We're going to extend the contest. We're going to extend the contest past. We're going to make it... Um, uh, we're going to extend it to, I think, uh, like probably d- mid-December. Um, and then I mean, we're either going to extend it to mid or late December, and then I'll either announce it on Christmas or the New Year's episode. Uh, Christmas episode, we got so much going on. I, I may want to push it to the New Year's episode. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just excited, guys. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm completely wired. Uh, I haven't been drinking, uh, I swear. But... Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna go take a break, and when we come back, Chris is gonna be here, and we're gonna talk about more Stormcast. I'll be back. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we're back. Hello. Hey. hey. How's it going, What's Chris? Up? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, listen, I got a question for you. Yes. Um, we had a voicemail before uh, before you came on. And really? um, yeah. And you know I love voicemail. Mm. And as I know you've actually listened to the show before, Brandon called from the Pork Chop Express over in Columbia. Nice. And he had a question for you specifically. Okay. Wants to know your opinion on the film Big Trouble in Little China. Ah. Have you I ever am, seen it? I have seen it many times. I am a huge fan of that movie. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Right. All things Kurt Russell. I'm all about it. Excellent. That's perfect. That's fantastic because 
you, you don't have to be a fan <laughs> to be the co-host, as 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 we've proven. But uh, yes, it's yeah. It, I, ju- I just actually rewatched uh, Escape from New York about a month <sighs> or two ago. Oh, I heard of him. I heard he was dead. <laughs> uh, Escape from New York is so dated, yeah, and, and so wonderful. I it's adore so that film. Just. Oh, uh, you've got uh, what's his name playing the Duke? Um, oh, what's his name? Shaft. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, why am I blanking on it? Oh, I feel ashamed. And he's just driving around with that Cadillac with the chandeliers <laughs> yeah. on the front of the hood instead of headlights. It's oh, fantastic! It is so wonderful. Isaac Hayes. There you That's go. the name. Oh, that movie is so much fun. Ernest Borgnine is the cabbie. Yeah. Is it Donald Pleasance? Is he the as the president? Yeah. And yeah. he's British. And I, I know <laughs> it's some weird thing. Someone asked John Carpenter about it, and he came up in some interview with some bizarro yeah. explanation of how he was born in America, and mm-hmm. he and and he's American, but he spent some of his formative years in England, and that's why he's got. He like made up some weird reason why he would have a British <laughs> like, accent. Okay. And wasn't the like remember the lady who gets dragged away by like the mutants in like the coffee shop at like the yes, beginning? The Isn't that, like Kurt Russell's wife or something at the time? I don't think so. Was he married to someone before Goldie Hawn? I thought he was. I think that's like his wife or his girlfriend or something like that. I tell you, the first time I watched this, I was like nine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, look, there's the lady. And he meets a lady. And she's like, take me with you, Snake. And I'm like, okay, this is yeah. interesting. Here, He's getting uh-huh. his crew together. And then like five minutes later. <laughs> Gone. And oh, okay, but one of yeah. my favorite parts is in that scene where he's they're getting chased by the chuds. Yeah. And he takes the machine gun and he shoots through the dry and he jumps through the drywall. And yeah. it's like you even hear when it breaks. It is paper thin. <laughs> it's like Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. That is one of the worst parts. I was like, Are you kidding me? That is just so oh, like man. even as a kid, I'm like, that why well, you didn't need to shoot that. Like I know he didn't realize it, but that was yeah. awful. I think everyone had a thing for like Adrian Barbo after that movie. I mean, how could right? Oh, Adrian Barbo! That <laughs> creep show. I mean, everything she's in. She yeah. wasn't she in the original Swamp Thing too? Ooh, I, I think she was. Yeah. Oh I'm not sure. yeah. Oh yeah. I like Adrian. Barbo. I think I, I. I think I remember seeing that as a kid. Probably on like remember on TV. And Spectrum. Spectrum. My we, my, had, we had on TV briefly, and I think we must have watched that movie on there. Plus, like. Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan, and Conan the Barbarian like a hundred times. Yes, Conan the Barbarian. I, I saw that for the first time on, on TV. God, we are dating ourselves. We are really, really dating ourselves. Because my aunt had a, a, a thing that had, it had on TV and Spectrum, and it was either Sports Vision. Oh, yeah. And then I think HBO was in there somewhere at some point. Wow. But I was just like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. All right, so listen. Anyway. Anyway. Uh <laughs> We've got now. Before we jump into the the our our regular Joes, because mm. we're talking about hammers and lightning. This I think that's what we're going to call this episode: hammers and lightning. Sweet, that sounds appropriate. Because I wanted to, I wanted to get I wanted to get some alliteration, and I couldn't find anything to with Dracoths, and then start something with a D mm. for for the for these for these uh, for the Stormcast. Um, and I didn't want to call them worms or snakes and go with that type of thing. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's hammers and lightning. Cool. So let's jump back to the rules section first, page 106, for those of you following along in your books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did last time talk about the different storm hosts, and we talked about where you could be a, um, 
Stormkeep or Signs of the Storm. So Signs of the Storm are the people who can drop in from space because yep. they're coming on the storm from Azir. And the Stormkeeps are the ones who are living in the mortal realms. Which I, 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 still, I still love this. I still think this is a great idea to break it up. So it, it, there's, there's a very different feel for these two armies. The guys who live full-time in Azir and just drop in for the battles and the guys who are out yeah. there staying down there and protecting the yeah, stuff we've like, taken. They're like on the frontier. Yeah. Like with the, uh, with the cru- you know, with those crusades, you know, they're, they're going out there. Yeah. So um, we've got some command traits. Uh, let's run through these real quick. Um, the first one is shock and awe. And if you are setting up as a sign of the storm, this is great. Uh, if it's signs of the storm, your general's on the battlefield at the end of the movement phase. Minus one to hit for friendly units that were set up in that phase. Mm-hmm. So if you came, basically, uh, uh, if you take this, and it used, this was, I believe, just a straight up regular battle trait. Yeah. Before, if you dropped in from space, you were minus one to hit. Now right. you've got to pick you it. Came in. Yeah. Now you've got to pick it as a command trait, which is fine because if you don't, if you pick signs of the storm, there's a good chance you'll want it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you don't need it. If you're if you're a uh, if you're in a storm keep. So yeah. What else we got? So we got staunch defender, uh, which is a little different than it used to be. Uh, it's now completely it says... different than it used to. It's <laughs> nothing. It, it, the name is the that's only the thing that's the, the same. same. Why? Why keep the name the same? <laughs> I don't know. So now it's uh, you can reroll the dice that determines the number of mortal wounds caused to an enemy unit by a friendly stormkeep redeemer unit. Using the shield of civilization battle trait, if that friendly unit is wholly within twelve inches of this general. So shield of civilization is the one where you do mortal wounds to people uh, if you're within six inches of an objective. Yeah, uh, before it you got uh, a bonus to your save. Yeah, like why Plus keep the name the same? I don't know. <laughs> they this, ran out okay, of names. Of the four here, can I just say this one seemed the most meh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that Shield of Civilization is kind of a bonus. Yeah, I mean... So, anyway, so you're just kind of getting a buff to, like, a little bonus. If you're both near, if you're both near an objective, for those who don't remember from last time, on a three-up, the other, um, the other unit's going to take D3 mortal wounds. So you can re-roll the, 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 the roll for the mortal wounds. Yeah, the three-up, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, odds are really good they're going to take D3 mortal wounds, but that's only if you're both contesting objectives and all that. It just seems like... Mm-hmm. And plus, they didn't change the name. <laughs> I, I, I know I've said it three times now in the last 90 seconds. It's irking you. It is really bothering me. Mm. Sometimes, it, you know you get that thing and it's just, it's like a pebble in your shoe. And this yeah. one, I read this and I was like, what? All right, what do we go? Uh, this one I have a question about. So I'm going to run it out and I'm going to shoot my question past you. Envoy of the Heavens, okay. If a friendly Stormcast model is slain wholly within 12 inches of the general, add one to save rolls for attacks that target the slain model's unit until the end of that phase. Yeah. You, you can't benefit. Okay. So um, if the first model's slain, then the rest of the unit gets plus one to its saves. So you wouldn't roll all your saves in like a big bucket of saves, would you? I feel like you have to because that's how you 
No, you don't. Oh, it, you don't. Do you, you don't yeah, you have don't, to roll all your saves at the same time. Yeah, it's literally said yeah. in the rules. That's a that's yeah. a time saver. Yeah. So if I've got a unit within 12 inches of the general, I'm rolling one or two dice. If, if the guy's got three wounds, I'm rolling three dice at a time. But I'm rolling those dice until that first guy croaks yep. and then rolling the rest of my bucket. Then you get plus one save for everybody else. Because if you roll them all, once the first guy dies, what what what, what happens with the rest? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they, yeah. yes, it's a good, it's a cool thing. The first guy dies. The rest of you guys are like, he's dying, and, and oh, our yeah. brother, and then they're going to they're gonna fight harder. They're going to work yeah, harder yeah. to live. You know, it says model, too. Yeah, the so first this, model that dies. But he's got to be within a foot. So that model has to be within a foot. So you could, it's not the unit, so you could theoretically stretch it out in a whole unit that's not within a foot of the general, according to that. Well, right, but I'm saying well, you just basically start measuring, and if any model in that unit is within 12 inches of the general, that's the model that you're going to kill off first mm-hmm. to get your plus one save. Right. So, But then, like I said, you're especially if you're in a three-up save, you're rolling a die at a time or two. You know, If they've got two wounds, I'll roll two at a time. Once he yeah, takes a wound, then I'm rolling one at a time because I want to save every one of those other dice for sure. the for the better save. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's, so I'm I'm not. That's wrong. a pretty. That's a that's a good ability. It is good, but it's it, the the mechanics of working it. Yeah, is annoying. I think clunky. I think for both players, for for the player who's got to watch him sit there doing, mm-hmm. you know, okay, take twelve wounds. Okay, well I'm gonna roll one at a time. Yeah, you know. Oh, especially if you got one of these guys with a three-up save, and then they get a they got a special on them. Mm-hmm. So you're already rolling, and you're like two ups. Yeah. yeah, and so you're rolling this, and maybe it's a render, whatever. And so you're just playing it off, and then you roll all your saves, and you don't even kill one model, or it's right at the very end, and you only get a plus one on like the last two dice. Oh man, <laughs> I'm just I know I know I'm worst case scenarioing it, but when I stopped, it, I had to read it twice and be like, is yeah. that's how you'd have to do it. Yeah, so it's even better if you have your general on, like, a huge base, too. Yeah. All right. Um, If you're playing monsters, I think this is your go-to, this last one. I I like this one. So, Master of the Celestial Menagerie. Uh, If this general is a monster and is on the battlefield, subtract one from wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target friendly Stormcast Eternals monsters. This, This got an FAQ. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay, so uh, do we have that in front of us, or do I, I need to? In, I will in two seconds. Here. All right. Of course it got a... Yeah, it's nothing too crazy. Let me get it here. I'm trying to look... Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm trying to look and see if these other... Like, which guys besides the Star Drakes and the Big Dragons mm-hmm. are monsters, because I... I thought, yeah, the Storm Drake Guard. You can take an almost all monster army. Oh yeah, and then you got a you got a uh, minus one to wound almost army wide. Right, and that's kind of rad. All right, so uh, what's this FAQ? Come on, I'm trying to find it. Oh, I think you know, you're fibbing to me. I, I, maybe I made it up. I no, here it is. Okay, page, page one hundred seven. <laughs> Command traits: Master of the Celestial Menagerie. Changes the rule too. If this general has the behemoth battlefield roll and is on the battlefield, subtract one from moon rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target friendly Stormcast Eternal units that have the behemoth battlefield roll. Oh, so it's only behemoths? Only behemoths. Okay, so wait a minute. So what is that? So that, that so, trims it. So, so behemoths, so I, I, I 
I figured out this distinction just this last week. Behemoth is a battlefield role. So if you look at like the new app, yep. um, if you look at a unit, there's a little red banner that hangs from the top left uh-huh. corner. It says leader, or it says... Well, so basically it's the Drake's Horn Templar, the two dragons, and the Lord Celestine on Star Drake. That's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. So those Storm Drake Guard, which are monsters, no longer count. Well, that's not nearly as cool. No, they... They it's just leaders, man. That really, that's so okay. Well, yeah, you know, it's kind uh, of interesting. Is they nerfed that before the units were even available? Yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> no one, no listen, one even got to do it before you get used to it. Don't get used to it. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> just don't even worry about it. Forget about it. All right. Oh, let's see what else. Now, there's there's some cool spells and some cool artifacts here. Um, all right, the artifact of power. I'm gonna. Can we? I, I used to play this game with Alex, and since you're actually good at this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it with you as well. Okay. Um, there's three uh, the the storm. There's three weapon artifacts here. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that the one that I think is probably the best one of these three is the hammer of might. That's oh. that's what I'm thinking, but I could be wrong. This is, I always ask the person who knows how to play and yeah. see if I'm if I'm close. Honestly, that, I'm I'm not a big fan of. Any of these? Well, I'm just picking uh, the best one yeah, of the three. The best one of the three? Yeah. See, okay, so Blade of Heroes, pick a melee weapon, reroll hit rolls against yeah. heroes and monsters only. Okay. Meh. Yeah. Then Fanga Dracothian, pick a melee weapon, wounds caused by attacks made with that weapon are allocated, then the enemy model suffers a mortal wound at the end of each turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one. That one's not bad, if, yeah. Because if they've got a, a each turn, yeah, they just keep dying. Yeah, um, I like to pick a me- melee weapon. If the unmodified wound roll is a six, double the damage characteristic. Yeah, I just don't like, I don't like, um, things that trigger on wound rolls of six. I don't mind hit rolls of six. Just that the, the you know because you've See, already I, I'm used to that reducing, you've already reduced the number of dice. When you're wounding, you know, from your what you hit with, right? So now you're, you know, just rolling less dice and looking for sixes. It's like, eh. so I'm just used to killing blow. Used to be a wounding on a six. Yeah, but yeah, but seriously, a lot of these. I mean, you've got characters with, oh sure, with some pretty heavy hits. I mean, a lot of it's still yeah. twos, but if you're dropping a two to a four, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I'll take yeah. that in a hot second. Mm-hmm. A four damage, yes, please, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, I don't think any. There's D3, which I guess would be two D3. I'm looking through here. I don't see. I don't think anybody has more than a two. I don't think there's any three. Is there any three? On like a oh a my non name. Well, you can't give it to Bastion Carthalus because he's a name. No, he's a name. Hammerhand's yeah. named. Yeah, people with yeah. names have more than two. Yeah, unless there's like a D3 damage, that would just be yeah. it would be whatever you roll times two, right? Yeah. So the Knight Arcanum's got a D3, so you could do six wounds with that guy. Yeah, it's just, I mean, that was the one I was kind of liking. Let's see. Now that's for, okay, what about the armor? So the armor, um, Drake scale armor. uh, Yeah, reroll saves for attacks made with weapons that have damage characters of two or more. I like, that's good. That's a good one. Bearer cannot be picked as target of a shooting attack unless attacking units within nine. That's also good. The mirror shield, yeah. That was my pick for the the best one. and uh, armor of silvered sigmarite. Your opponent cannot 
Reroll hit rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target the bear. Also good. <laughs> no rerolling hit rolls is really good. Yeah. Um, but I like the no no shooting unless you're within nine inches. Because mm-hmm. if you kind of keep him out of the way in the beginning of the game where a lot of people are trying to assassinate right. or, or you're playing against, you know, Harrison and he's just got 20 oh, archers, yeah. 20, oh, 20 yeah. elf archers. Yeah, so you've been on the receiving end of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it keeps your guys alive. You know, so they can get in there and do yeah. stuff. I mean, all the, all of these do actually. They're all really good. It's just, I would say the armor. All three of the armor are better than any of the weapon ones. I agree. Yeah, I like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, artifacts of the tempest. So, quicksilver draft once per battle at the end of the charge phase. You can drink the draft. If you do so, they fight at the start. Of the, so this is like an always strikes first spell uh, drink. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't mean they get to fight again later unless there's something that allows them to fight again later. Right. Um, the obsidian amulet once per battle, start of the hero phase, raise the amulet, ignore the effects of spells or the abilities of endless spells on the bearer until your next hero phase. That's pretty good. And then there's the luck stone. By the way, uh, somebody emailed us. Mm-hmm. Or no, maybe it was on the Facebook page. I don't remember which. Um, Luckstone. It says before you make a hit or wound roll for an attack made yeah. by the bearer, a save roll for attacks to target him or a runner charge roll, you can say you'll use the Luckstone. If it's just a D6, you pick the number 1 to 6. On a 2D6, you pick 2 to 12. This yeah. doesn't work for the Super Bow for that uh, Knight to Zeros or whatever that uh, character is with the star faded arrow. Really? Well, because it's not a hit or a wound roll. Even though you roll during the shooting phase, it's not a to hit or a to wound roll. You don't roll to hit with that guy anymore? But it's not really, yeah, because it says you don't roll to hit. It, it's, a separate, it's a separate type of roll. Someone sent it in and said that's not how that works. Uh, they said if it was, it would be awesome. The Knight Venator. Uh, uh, once for battle in your shooting phase, you say you, you will shoot with instead of attacking. If you do so, pick an enemy unit and roll a die on a three up, they take D3 mortal wounds. So you're not I actually, see that. you're not rolling to hit. Yeah. You're using the different arrow, and it's not a to hit roll. Hmm. I guess you could still use it on the damage roll. Uh, well, no, because it's a hit oh, to hit or not. to wound. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't work for that uh, thing at all. So it doesn't work on damage rolls. No, it's hit, wound, uh, uh, or save, save roll. roll. Or, or a runner charge roll. Ugh. Oh, well. I think it used to work like that. It's still got its uses. Oh, sure. It's just, in fact, it's, it's probably the best thing in here, too. Yeah. There's but, almost always a use for that. Yeah. There's always a use for for me being able to pick a die roll at a crucial moment. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, spell lores. Uh, I think they only have the one set of spell lores. Uh, the, oh, or they, the storm. Prayers, mount trakes. Oh, they have their own set of enhancements. We talked about this. I'm just kind of flipping through. And we talked about the storm host. And this is even before we get to their own fancy pants battalions. I think we'll do that at the end, though. Yeah. All right. So uh, you want to run some of these spells? Sure. Lightning Blast. Uh, lightning Blast spell had casting value of five. Successfully cast. Closest enemy unit that is visible to the caster suffers D3 mortal wounds. If more than one enemy unit visible to the caster is equally close, you can pick which unit is affected. Five up. Closest enemy unit takes D3 mortals. Not bad. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Uh, that's one of the three that I marked that I kind of liked. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the Azerite Halo. Cast on five, 12 inches if it's a knight. Now, they do this throughout the whole thing, and I think yeah, this for, for all, all of them. them. It's always yeah. 12 inches if it's a knight, 18 if it's a lord or a draconith. Yeah. 
So it, this reminds you of the old uh, Lords and Heroes from 7th and 8th edition. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Knights are the heroes and then the Lords, so they get the 18. If successfully cast, pick a friendly uh, unit. Until your next hero phase, unmodified save rolls that they make is a 6. The attacking unit takes a mortal wound. Um, this again. Uh, this is sort of like, this is like that uh, the thunder shield or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, not bad. My only beef with this is like a lot of these, which is I'm I, I'm taking something. And granted, if I want a little extra defense, it's fine. But it's something that I'm banking on. I'm taking hits. Right. You know, I'd like to I like to do something that I don't have to be getting wounded in order to do yeah. something back. Like like if you were just gonna like bonsai charge somebody into combat you know what exactly. i mean just cast this on yourself like okay i mean if uh, here's the thing if i know i'm in combat and it's a it's one of my big guys and you've got a little a swarm of little guys around me mm-hmm. maybe i put it on him because i've already got a good enough armor save where and you don't have any rend so i know i'm going to get a lot of save rolls maybe mm-hmm. i could take out a, you know three or four or five of your guys mm-hmm. but for the most part once again anything where i'm betting on having to make a lot of save rolls is meh. Yeah, the thing with Stormcast Wizards is that you're pretty much only going to get one spell per guy. Yeah. You know, so you got to pick your spell carefully. Yep. All right, what's next? Uh, Celestial Blades is a spell that has casting value of 5 and range of 12. Oh, yeah, and 18. Uh, if successfully cast, pick a Stormcast Eternals unit wholly within range and visible to the caster. Add one to wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons by that unit until your next hero phase. That's really good. That's very good. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I used to cast that on my evocators back in the oh, of course. last book. Yeah, that's good. Uh, chain Lightning. Cast on a six. Pick an enemy unit within the ranges we've already talked about. D3 mortal wounds, then roll a dice for every other enemy unit within six inches of that unit, and on a three-up, that unit takes one mortal wound. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not as good as the old chain lightning, Mm-mm. but if you got a lot of units packed together, I can do D3 to him and maybe spread an extra wound around. Right. Especially for those uh, armies that have a lot of area effect where you're kind of trying to keep units like within range of each other to mm-hmm. have their little bubbles. It can you do a lot of splash damage. Yeah. All right, what's next? What's next? So the next is Thundershock. Thundershock is a spell. I guess we have six. Uh, range of 12 and 18. Uh, successfully cast. Roll a dice for each enemy unit within range and visible to the caster. On three plus, subtract one from wound rolls for attacks made by that unit until your next hero phase. Another good one. Yeah, that's different than it was before. It used to be on hits, and I think it was like a four plus, and it didn't have that much range. So now, what I would do is I would take the Lord Arcanum on foot, who's the guy I use. I take the oh, maybe another wizard to run around with them, and then I would do like the thunderclap, thundershock combo. <laughs> so now you're minus one to hit for an enemy unit and minus one to wound for the, another, you know, all the, maybe hopefully for that unit. Do something like that. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Debuffing was always something that Stormcast could do really well. Uh, what's the last one? Starfall. 
Cast on a five, 12 and 18. If successfully cast, pick a point on the battlefield in range. Roll a die for each enemy unit within three. On a three up, they cannot make pile-in moves. You get a clusters in combat. That could be really cool. Yeah, I tell you, um, I was playing my Slanesh uh, over the weekend, and the uh, the heroes in there have an ability where they can uh, stop a, a unit on a four plus from piling in, and that is is huge. It really, you know, limits the amount of hits you take if you can stop stuff from piling in yeah and yeah it's so good and then this is just it's the same thing except it's an easier roll and it's everybody within three inches of that unit of that point and And that's not that's not hard to do when you get into those big combats you know you've got three units you got a whole bunch of units all in there that could seriously adjust how your opponent takes the models off the table too, yeah. especially yeah. for those ones that get like attacks when they die. Well, you can pull them off the table and attack, but then you're going to be too far and you can't pile in, so you're not going to get any attacks during your actual combat. Yeah, which one are you going to do? You know, I mean, yeah. Anytime you have to let your opponent make decisions <laughs> in a game, that's that's good for you. You know, you want to have them make as many decisions as they can. Because who knows? They might make the wrong one. Yep. Oh, boy. What else? Lots of stuff here. Uh, the prayers. The prayer scriptures. Um, these all seem kind of interesting to me. Uh, Divine Light goes on a 3, 12, and 18. Pick an enemy unit within range. Uh, reroll hit rolls of 1 for attacks that target that unit. So rerolling hit yeah, No, not at all. So I could pick someone and reroll ones. That's a good one. Uh, what do we got next? So translocation is the one that got a FAQ. Okay. Uh, so it says translocation is a prayer that has an answer value of three, range of nine uh, or twelve. If you're a lord, if answered, pick one friendly Stormcast Eternals unit wholly within range, visible to caster. You can remove that unit on from the battlefield. And set it up again anywhere on the battlefield more than nine inches from all enemy units. Guess That's, what that doesn't say there? Wh- what? It, do- it doesn't say the unit cannot move in the following movement phase. Oh. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> now it does. Okay. That's, that's the, that was the second FAQ. Yeah, that, I mean yeah. that's that's not an unreasonable FAQ. No, and people were doing it, of course. And everyone is like Stormcaster are the best now cuz now we can 9 inches and we can move and charge and blah blah blah. I'm like no way. <laughs> cuz it doesn't say cuz the the other way they get around that is they say uh, it happens at the end of the movement phase is when you can like Summon units and do all this right. other stuff. So that this is actually this is in the hero phase. So you're literally move, picking up a unit, moving it in the hero phase, and that's all it said. It's like, oh, great! Now we can move this unit. Fantastic! Stormcast got a huge benefit. This is awesome. We love this. And now it's like, nope. And now everyone's like, boo, James Work, Games Workshop, you nerfed the Stormcast book. We hate you. I'm like. Mm. Uh, everybody says that about every book. But I, I, you know, I read this the first time I read this, and I didn't pick up on that. Because I just assumed you wouldn't be able to move the unit. Like, duh. Like, 
This would this would literally be. You mean like every other time, yeah. every other spell that does this? Yeah, this would literally be the only one I think that would have let you do that. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, bless weapons. Yeah. On a three, 12 and eighteen. Pick a friendly unit until your next hero phase. Unmodified sixes to hit. Do two hits. That's that's a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as somebody who has been playing a lot of slumish, I like that because that's what they do. That's yeah, they their, do. That's that's their that's their trait. Oh, speaking of traits, we got one more, a couple more actually. We got mount traits. Yay! Um, I like the second and third ones, but let's go through okay, some of these. So, um. Etheric so swiftness. You're gonna take etheric that. Yeah. Swiftness. Yeah. Etheric swiftness. Obviously, oh, only on <laughs> on Goodness. a grip charger. <laughs> that was a grip charger. <laughs> Made that. Okay. Uh, grip charger, Dracoth, or Draco line only. This unit is eligible to fight in the combat phase if it is within six inches of an enemy unit instead of three, and it can move an extra three inches when it piles in. Awesome. So yeah, six inches for the combat range and six inches for the pile in. Not bad. Well, that's real good. Uh, Light of the Young Stars, Star Drakes only. Choose this instead of carrying out the monstrous rampage. Pick an enemy unit within an inch, and on a three-up, minus one from hit rolls for attacks made by that unit in the following combat phase. This is so good. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. The debuffs that if you get the right combo from these different <laughs> things is yeah. bananas. Oh, yeah. I'm casting this spell. I'm doing that prayer, and then my mount's going to come in, and you're suddenly at minus one to hit, minus one to wound. Yeah, you're minus one to hit, minus one to wound. I have plus one armor save. Good luck. Oh, and if I got that other prayer off, I am at, uh, what is it here, uh, plus one to wound, too, because yeah. the Celestial Blades give me plus one to wound. Yeah, and if you get multiple guys, oh, by the way, all of my... Hits that score six, I get two hits. Ha-ha. Yeah, so I get to roll the wound, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's plus one. Yeah, so there's a, the manipulating of the hits and wounds in their spells and their traits is mm-hmm. rampant, it seems. Oh, yeah. It seems like there's just so much of it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I like the Celestial Instincts as well. You can retreat and either shoot or charge in the same turn. That's always good, especially because you have all good. these units that get bonuses when they charge. Yeah, especially on guys that can fly. Um, oh, yeah. Retreating and charging is awesome. Yeah, like it's just good because you don't want to. I, 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 I do that with the, my keeper. I do this fly spell on it, and then it, it always gets like in some dumb combat. You don't want it to, and you want it to go over there and. Now you just you could just retreat and charge if you take the you know the command trait from the uh, the God Seekers right uh, host and that's this is the exact same thing and that ability to fly because I mean and sometimes I used to always forget it's like oh I, wait he can fly so I when I retreat I can fly over you so it's yeah. like there's nowhere for me to back up because my guys are but I can go any direction because I can fly yep. I don't have to worry yep. what's in front of me yeah and that's just an objective capturing mechanic too it's like haha I'm not even trapped in combat I'm gonna fly now. Bye. Yep. And you go over there and capture the objective that they were trying to screen you off of. <laughs> Alright, what else we got? Uh, Envoy of Lightning. Uh, if this unit is set up on the battlefield using the Scions of the Storm battle trait, you can roll a dice for each enemy unit within 10 inches of this unit after it's set up. On a 4+, plus, that unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. 
This is what the uh, Annihilators also, do, isn't it? Uh, is it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's and also good. It's good. Yeah, especially if you're coming in with one of those guys with bigger bases. They're dropping down, and it's that boom. Just yeah. the whole ground shakes everything around it. Yep. Uh, scintillating trail. Minus one for unbinding rolls for enemy wizards. For spells cast by friendly stormcast wholly within 12 inches unit. So the wizards within 12, you're, it's harder for you to dispel their stuff. Yeah. This is a theme throughout all the dragons in this in this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual dragons, they've got that, you know, four up I can ignore spells and stuff like that and stop stuff right. because they're just they're such magical creatures. Your magic just doesn't quite do it around them. Yep. And I like that consistency in 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 those rules with those model types. Mm-hmm. What else we got? So we've got thunderous presence, uh, draconeth only. Uh, you can choose this ability instead of carrying out a monstrous rampage with this unit. Pick one enemy unit within an inch of this unit and roll a dice. On a 3+, plus, that unit cannot receive commands in the following Battleshock phase. And Ouch. it's in the Battleshock phase, which is pretty mm-hmm. much one, usually one command that you're mm-hmm. getting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like this one uh, just because if I'm trying to take this unit out, I, and I just, no, you're going to take, the, you know, you're if I can make you take shot. it, you're going to take it. None of this, yeah. I'm going to just not, I'm going to spend a command point and not take it. Yeah, and it's for, it's it's just, it's a three plus, so it's not a given, but still. It's still good odds. These are all good, except maybe scintillating trail I wouldn't bother with, but. No, because I want to. I want to. I want to take that envoy of lightning if the thing's really big, or I want to take that yeah. light, light of the uh, young stars, so that yeah. the star drakes can. It's just oh, you know what? And I haven't. Like I said, so what do you do? So you, what do you do? You take the the magnificent uh, abilities and your uh, battalions, and you're gonna pick extra mount traits. I mean, maybe. These are really good. Yeah, I mean, but I'm taking this. You know, I've got, I'm getting the spells. I, you know, I never thought about this because I, I, I don't like I said, I don't write a lot of lists for armies I'm not playing. Yeah. But if you get the right combination of different traits and different spells together, you could really switch. That's a big change. If I'm plusing to hit and wound, and you're minus to hit and wound. Oh yeah. Combat's I mean, gonna swing heavy. Heck yeah. Especially with these guys who are all hitting on threes. Yeah. You know, and they've yeah. already got three up armor saves, and now you're you're wounding even less times. Yeah. Oh, this could be, yeah, this could be fantastic. Yeah, you're gonna you're already getting plus one to hit, plus one to wound. You know, maybe an extra hit here and there. They're gonna be getting minus one to hit, minus one to wound on your two plus armor save. It's like, gosh. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you get now under unique enhancements. There's a list of command abilities, mm-hmm. and you just you get one. You yeah, get one of these the during commands. the battle. Now. Every one of these is a once per battle ability, so it's not like it's anything that it, it it's it's a tweak, but it's a one you get one shot with it, yeah. which I think is cool. It's like this extra little thing you've got that you can try once every once in a while. So what do we got here? Uh, so the first one right off the bat is wow, it's a call for call for aid. Okay, uh, you can use this command ability. Once per battle, when a friendly Redeemer unit, so that's Judicators, Liberators, Vindicators, and the, the new guys with the two-handed swords. Right. 
Um, if you do so, pick a Stormcast Eternal's hero on the battlefield. A new replacement unit, identical to the unit that was destroyed, is added to your army. Set up the unit wholly within a foot of that Stormcast Eternal's unit and more than nine inches from all enemy units. Okay. And I was looking at this and thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have five man like it's like oh it's five or less you there is not a unit in this book that can take that starts with a size over five no so that actually if you just don't if you have yeah a vindicator a vanquisher a liberator or a sequitur vanquisher that's the two-handed sword guys yeah and the vindicators and the vanquishers have have the have the thunder strike armor all of those units are five man units, and you you, you yeah. know once again you're only going to have so many. What you, what do you call them when you increase the unit size? Uh, uh, reinforcements. Yeah, you've only got so many reinforcements. You're probably mm-hmm. going to be running into some five man units anyway. So boom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, judicators with skybolt bows, and those guys are two hundred points for five. Well, judicators are justicars. They're not Judicator. redeemers. Ju- judicators. With the Skybolt bows. So those guys are Redeemers. Are they? Hold on a second. I, did I get that yeah. wrong? I was writing that stuff down. I thought they were not. Judicators are the guys with the bows. They're like the ones from the old They're not book. Redeemers. Judicators? They are not. I'm looking at them right now. They're just as Oh, ours. you're right. Yeah. Oh. No. I went through the list and actually made a little spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. It's just Vindicators, Vanquishers, Liberators, and Sequiturs. Yep. But that's Sorry still. That. That, I mean, yeah. that's. You lose a unit of five of those, especially those new guys that are pretty hardcore. Yeah. You can bring them back. Mm-hmm. Uh, steadfast march once yes. per battle 12 inches of a knight 18 inches of a lord it has to be a stormcast eternals unit that gets the command until your next hero phase they can run and charge yeah uh, you know what that could come in pretty handy oh yeah I mean, because that's... it's any stormcast eternals unit right running and charging with one of your big big bads could be really really good I mean especially if, you, especially if you're banking on it you know what i mean mm-hmm. which you which you totally can so that you don't have to roll for it or anything right you know so what's next so next we have thunderbolt volley you can use this command ability once per battle in your hero phase uh 12, and 12 of a night and 18 that unit receives the command must be a friendly justicar or angelos unit so that unit can shoot in that phase so once per battle, you can shoot in the hero phase. If you're Adjudicator, Castigator, Vigiler, Vanguard Raptor, Vanguard Hunter, Vanguard Pelador, or a Prosecutor. Yeah. Not bad. Mm-mm. I mean, it's I mean, you know, it's, you get extra extra shots off here and there. I, I, I don't think it's as good as some of the other ones. Well, I mean, double shooting with, like, the Prosecutor weapons are, they can hit. Man. Yeah. Like the, like the. The uh, prosecutor uh, champion, his uh, his trident is no joke. That's true. That is true. The storm surge trident. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's two damage from a melee from a missile weapon. I mean, it's it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait. Oh yeah. Pro- yep. You're right with the storm surge. Yep. Mm-hmm. And one rent. Oh, not bad. No. Uh, unleash thy hatred. Mm. Once per battle, start of the combat phase, 12 and 18. Has to be a paladin. So this is your annihilators, your protectors, your retributors, and your decimators. Plus one attack until the end of the phase. Um, 
this can be I mean the annihilators your retribute I mean these are guys especially your like I used to take retributors all the time you know yeah. a couple of attacks an extra attack they're already getting two apiece sixes do two mortals and the star soul mace what is that that doesn't attack though yeah that's that's just a roll but if, if you you know the star soul mace I'm not even concerned about so much as those other those other weapons or those annihilators I mean they're already brutal yeah. giving them an extra attack is crazy yeah so the I feel like sometimes like these holy commands well let's get to the last one um, we'll talk about it. so you can, uh, last one is final thunder strike once for battle 12 and 18. Uh, twelve of a yeah, friendly knight holy or friendly lord or dragoneth to a unit holy within eighteen of them. Unit that receives the command must be a friendly strong by unit till the end of that phase. Add one to rolls for the blaze of glory battle trait when a model in that unit is slain. So that's the one where you roll the dice to uh to and on sixes they take wounds when you go back to Azir, right? Yeah. So add one to rolls. So I feel like. So that, this is, that was on fives. It works on fives, yep. yes. Yeah. That's good. I mean, it's only yeah. once per, but yeah, the so, only problem with this is you pick it, and then if nobody dies. <laughs> so what I, we, I feel like this kind of like bends you, these holy commands bend you into taking a, well, except for the first one, call for aid, I like a bigger unit. Like, you like if you were going to use unleash thy hatred, you wouldn't want to use it on like a unit of five paladins. You'd want to use it of ten paladins. You know what I mean? So you get the max bang for your buck out of that thing. True, but once again, I think this is a once per once per game. It's a little tweak. Um, it's not good. I I didn't think of myself so much as adjusting my list for this mm. thing. I'm just thinking whatever my list type is, I'm going to pick one mm. of these for a little boost. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like in a five turn game where your sweet combat unit is going to get to do that one really awesome thing. Like, this is, like, almost like a... It's almost like, you know, their finest hour, except for heroes, or for, for units. Yep. You know what I mean? You just get to do this one thing for this big unit that you've... that you're banking on just doing something cool. <laughs> Here <laughs> they go. You know what I mean? Here they go. Right. Like, there's the ball crusher. Okay, ten retributors. Unleash thy hatred. Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could be that could be crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we already covered the storm hosts before. Everybody yeah. gets a special rule. We kind of talked about it. I don't want to spend time doing it again because God bless America, we've got a lot to cover. <laughs> uh going over the path to glory. God, we still have to get some path to glory games in. Yeah. I really, I really honestly like want to play this. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have their own special grand strategies and battle tactics in their core battalions. Once again, the battalions just specific to the Stormcast basic organization type. No yeah. special rules, though. In fact, none of these seem super special. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I should do the grand strategies and battle tactics first, I guess. But my, I mean, I'm just I look at the battalions. I just jump into them. Um, yeah. I can take three to six troops in one, and they can be a one drop. So I can drop three to six troops in a one drop. Mm-hmm. Um, I can take two to three commanders, which is actually really cool because they've got a lot of big dragons. 
Uh, two to three commanders and three troops. And they will get strategists, so they'll get an extra command point. Mm-hmm. Or two to three troops and one to three artillery, and they get slayers. They get the uh, one unit gets the all-out attack or unleash hell without spending a command point. So just once again, nothing crazy, just okay. specific to the. I have no problem with these, and I think I don't. I, I don't think anybody else does. Does anybody have a problem with no. this anymore? Like when they first so. did it for the Sons of Bama, they're like, "Oh, are they going to do this for everybody?" Right. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. Thankfully, they didn't. It's just that was the first one that they did anything to, so everyone was like nervous. Yeah. Because I think we, they, people are just worried about rules bloat. You know what I mean? Right. But there's now. nothing special. Like it's not like it's mm-hmm. a different rule. It's just a different organization for their exactly. battalions to fit to specifically fit your army. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a beef with it. Um, and if you're playing match play, once again, I, I, I think that these grand strategies and, and battle tactics, um, they seem not as easy as the ones in the they're, core book. They're definitely harder. This is, once again, I, we talked about this with the with the orcs. If you're going to take this, it's because you're trying to play themey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grand, I'll take the grand strategies. You take the battle tactic. How's that sound? Sure. Yep, All sure. right. So you can pick one of these grand strategies. Uh, Draconith Defiance. When the battle ends, you complete it. If the only heroes on the battlefield are friendly Draconith, Star Drakes, or Dracoth units, mm-hmm. so you have to kill all your opponent's heroes. And you either couldn't take any other heroes, or you have to get them killed if they don't have this keyword. Yeah. Um, Pillars of Victory. When the battle ends, uh, if the only battle line units are Redeemers. That's the Vindicators, Vanquishers, Libs, and Sequiturs. Um, that's going to be hard, too. Uh, because, you know, A, I got to kill all my opponent's battle line, and B, I either can't take or have to lose any other units that can qualify as battle line on my army. I feel like if that was like, if the if any battle line units on the battlefield are alive that are Redeemer units, that might be better. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because this is if the only units, okay. (laughs) And then the Sacred Charge, when the battle ends, you complete this if there are two or more friendly cities of Sigmar units on the battlefield. See, this one you could This one could be pretty easy. This one could be very easy because you just take two just small units that don't cost very much and just stuff them in the corner. True, but I completed my grand strategy. But your grand strategy isn't a secret, right? No. So if I know that, then I'm going to go oh, at least two or more. I'm going to make sure there isn't. I guess if you're going to commit resources to that instead of going after the objectives and stuff, I guess that's I'm a I'm just saying if I can, if I can, I will because points yeah. are points. Uh, the, yep. the last three games I have played of, of Age of Sigmar, mm-hmm. um, I have lost – I mean, I, I wound up with very few models left on the table both games, less than my opponent, but I won on the on on the strength of these points and grabbing these objectives and, yeah. and, and playing to the the strategies and the objectives. Yeah. Every point counts, man. You never know. Oh, where, I, you I know? agree. So if you can do that, I mean, if you sat there and said, okay, now if you got a ton, if you're playing and you're using like a quarter of your army or a lot of different cities of Sigmar units, a lot of small units, a bunch of little artillery guys, a couple of small units, and maybe you've got three or four in there, you know, that you can protect, yeah. it, it, might not, it might be okay to pick. 
Mm-hmm. But oh, it yeah. just seems I think like the, of the three, I think this is the one you'll see. Sure, but I, I still I still don't think you'll see any of these three for the most part. Okay, so what about the battle tactics turn so by turn? Tactics. They've got a bunch. Yeah, so at the start of the hero phase, you pick one of these, uh, just like regular. One is called Pioneers of the Realms. You complete this tactic if all of the objectives wholly within your opponent's territory are contested by friendly cities of Sigmar units at the end of the turn. That's not easy. No. I mean... Maybe near the end of the game. Plus, you don't have to yeah. control them. You have to be contesting them. So you've yeah. got to have some models yeah. within range. Yeah, now, so just, you, could take, like, you could take, like, Pistoliers or somebody like that. You could have, like, a couple of units of those guys. And, too. Just, so, yeah. and you just blast them up there. You take a, you know, a run roll plus their move roll. You just move them up within six. So you, quick question. Hi, and they just die. Yeah, <laughs> quick question. Contesting simply means that you have models within range. Like you, they yeah. could, they could win it still. Sure, but you then just they, have guys they, there. Yeah, you're still contesting it, whether you win right. it or lose it. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. Next one is no challenge too great. Uh, you complete this tactic if an enemy hero is slain by wounds caused by an attack made with a friendly weapon or made by a, a melee weapon by a friendly redeemer unit during this turn. This one's possible it's possible sure as long as as long as you know it exists you could pick it yep yeah because if you don't yeah um hammer strike assault pick a hero in your opponent's starting army is on the battlefield that has a wounds characteristics of 10 or more and that has zero wounds allocated to it you complete this tactic if that hero is slain during this turn also very possible 10 or more that's the key it's got ten or more wounds, and you haven't yeah. done any. It's got it's 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 at full health. That's yeah. rough. Yeah, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. So it's one of these. If you saw your opportunity, and you're like, "Hmm, I'm gonna drop this guy or this unit down," you know, signs of the storm, and I'm gonna just nuke that dude. You know what I mean? You, well, sure. And I'm gonna shoot him with everything I got. Like I'm just gonna concentrate all fire on that guy. Yeah. All right, what uh, else we got? Lightning shattered morale. Pick one unit in your opponent's starting army that's on the battlefield and has a bravery characteristic of 10 or more. You complete this tactic if any models in that unit flee during this turn. This is where you're also using that ability to stop them from using, yeah. <laughs> from getting commands <laughs> in the Battleshock yeah, phase. In the Battleshock, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm not taking a test. You can go, yeah. you can kick rocks. Yeah. <laughs> how, many unit, how many wounds do you have to do to somebody with like, Bravery of ten, so they auto take at least one. You have to do uh, at least well, at least sixteen. At least sixteen, right? Yeah, and that's got to get them down to under ten models for that to even work. Because bravery ten. Well, actually, no. You'd have to do if they rolled a one, which would be their best move. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they took ten and they rolled a, they'd have to take at least twelve. Sorry, twelve. Okay. Yeah. To auto take. Um, no, because then, it, yeah, because then if they rolled anything. Well, it's what is it? What is Battleshock? It's it's how many wounds got. You got take the number. It's their bravery plus a, plus a d6. So if they if they only roll a one, if they roll as low as they possibly can, and their bravery 11. ten, that's an eleven. So they didn't have yeah. twelve. Wo- take twelve wounds or to lose twelve models. Yeah. That's still that's just a lot. And if you're if you're losing yeah. twelve, you've got at least twenty. Yeah, and if it's demons know. that you did it against, they're probably going to get D6 models back if they roll a 1. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh, boy. What else we got? Okay. Uh, Draconoth Destruction. Pick one unit in your opponent's starting army that's on the battlefield, and that has 10 or more models. You complete this tactic if that unit is destroyed by wounds caused by attacks made by friendly Draconoth, Star Drake, or Dracoth units during this turn. Okay. Definitely possible. Sure. Definitely possible. Uh, a matter of honor, pick one monster in your opponent's starting army that is on the battlefield. You complete this tactic if that unit is destroyed by wounds caused by attacks made by friendly Draconoth or Star Drake units during this turn. Also oh, so, very possible. So the big monsters yeah. will but suffer no of, other monsters. There's, lot, there's lots of little monsters. You know, the little... You're 90, a little monster. <laughs> <laughs> the little 95-point monsters you're going to start seeing left, right, and center. They're going to be everywhere. Yeah, um, that's true. It's the, Because I think people have cottoned on to the idea that there's a whole bunch of stuff in the general's handbook that if you have like three monsters or more in your list, you basically get just a bunch of free victory points. Yeah. Just just for doing dumb stuff, you know? Yeah. So you're gonna see you're gonna see That's why I don't want to take that that that, that Morngul out of my list. He's not the best, but there's so many things I can do yeah. with him. Yeah. And there's like in like you're gonna see chimeras those are ninety-five points. You're gonna really? see mine steal. You're gonna see mine stealers, spheranxes. Those are ninety-five points. Uh, you're gonna see a bunch of like the war cry monsters because they're takeable and they're not terrible and they're cheap. Uh, you know, I never like thought the, about the, that. Yeah, like the the fulmoroid crusher. He's like hundred and ten points. He's not terrible. He's a monster. That's cool. Yeah. All right, listen, we've still got, uh, what is it, like 32 units to get through, and we need to take a break because <laughs> we've been going for an hour. Okay. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we are going to talk units, and we're going to do it like we did last time. We're going to go in the order they're listed in their unit entries in the lore, and we're going to talk about them and see if they sort of match up to their lore. Cool. All right, we'll be back. Grognards. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons & Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section, and you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols, and if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic. Probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either, but you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards. Because if the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff, and you can find it at Grognards. And why? No why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. We are back, and we haven't even started... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All of these these units. Um, all right, here we go. 
we've got so much to do and don't live for this yeah this makes me happy <laughs> um <laughs> let's see where no get past the lords get past the knights all right um we are starting off with our flyers really that's where we're starting off with most of these angelos guys so we're starting off mm-hmm. with the prosecutors yeah. Um, the most common Angelos warriors are the prosecuted. They are not weighed down by ungainly weapons. The cunning artifice of the sixth smith allows them to call upon the ether itself. By simply stretching out their hands, prosecutors can summon hammers or javelins. So they just form in their hands and they chuck them. And then after they hit the thing, they dissipate and they just form their hands. So as quick as they can throw, they just get them. Nice. Which is an interesting bit of lore. Yeah. So there's two types of prosecutors, and I'm going to flip to that right now. I think I need new glasses. It has nothing to do with the show, but I'm just saying. (laughs) All right, so you could take prosecutors with javelins or prosecutors with hammers. Yeah. The guys with javelins have a shield, so they get a three-up save instead of a four-up save. Yeah. They all have that dispersed formation, so they get a three-inch between them because basically if you try to force us to have them within an inch, no one will take these models because you cannot get them that close with those wings. Because those wings are crazy. Yeah. Uh, They both have Heralds of Righteousness, which means they can fly... uh, They can fly 12. They can charge. Yeah. They can charge with an 18. With an 18 and roll 3d6. Um, Does that that, that mean that they... If you roll... Three sixes, they charge eighteen inches. Yep, because you yeah. can you can declare a charge from eighteen inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now the guys with the hammers can take a shield. A shield, so they either get hammer. If you take a pair of hammers, you get one extra attack. Mm-hmm. That basically that's it. If you take a shield, you get the three up saved like the prosecutors. Yep. Um, there's, there's. I don't think there's any good reason to take the guys with the sh- hammers. Uh, those are the guys that just that, that's what the, that's what my my stuff came with when I bought the box sets. So that all my guys had hammers. Yeah. Um, that's a good that's a good reason to take guys with hammers. Yeah. But like like gaming wise, I don't. I just don't. I just don't. They know get why more attacks. Sure. Uh, and and they hit easy. They hit and wound on threes as opposed no, to fours. The, ha- ha- the hammers are well. Yeah, no. Okay. Throw. As, as missile. That's that's the weird thing. Missile weapons, and I guess you really want to use these guys throwing missile weapons. You don't want to get these yeah. guys into combat. Not, not especially. So if they, the guys with the hammers, if they get into combat, do better. Um, but uh, they're worse to throw. But they have twice as many attacks. That see this, yeah. this, this becomes my question: mm-hmm. If they get two attacks with their hammers as opposed to one attack with the javelin, mm-hmm. so they're hitting on fours instead of threes, but they've got two attacks. Uh, I'm going to assume two and not three attacks only because I'm assuming you gave this guy's a shield so they could have a three-up save as well. I don't know. Well, the range is only nine, which is just Oh, bad. the other guy's range is 18. They're just they're going to fly they're going to fly up within nine, do their stuff, and they're going to stand there and then get wailed on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But if you're got right. The, you got the guys with the javelins, they're going to be hanging out at 18 inches. They're going to be chucking javelins and tridents at you. And like so the champion, he's got the Storm Surge Trident. He's the guy who carries it. He yeah, can carry it. And he gets the double he, damage. Because he, yeah. he's, he's one in every three models. It's the champion. 
Sure. So so he carries a storm. He gets to throw that thing twice. That is true. So um, I'm going to say, as far as lore goes, there's nothing in these guys' unit entry that makes them especially stick out as to following their lore. I'm going to go well, no. I mean, it's, but it says they're immensely agile, which is the fastest unit you're going to get. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll give them that with the speed, but a lot of the stuff in here is talking about their weapons and how oh. they can just be chucking them. I mean, that's it's it's a it's an interesting bit of lore, but it does, there's nothing that translates into the actual rules cuz I mean, sure. how, how how can you? I guess I guess yeah. I, we can go with almost a maybe because yes, they yeah. do they can they have a 3d6 18 inch charge. Yeah. Um, so that's that that part is there with being swift, but as far as everything else goes, they're you know ba- they're your basic stormcast. And move then really fast. Yeah. These guys are. I like these. I've never used them in a game. I have some. I just haven't. I used built to use one or unit or them or played with them. I use a I, unit one or two units of three. I used them in all my lists because a yeah. I had them and b. They could fly up. They could grab objectives. They could get uh-huh. behind you. They you had to pay attention to them. Like I remember, you, you and I played a team game once against um, at like the like it was the store up by you, right? And you had these guys in your list, and I had never seen them used before, and I was very impressed by them. Actually, it's like wow, right? Because you have to pay attention to them, and they've only mm-hmm. they they don't have the best save, although it's pretty good now. Mm-hmm. Um. They've got a they've got an okay save. They've only got two wounds, but suddenly they're behind you. Suddenly they're, they're coming near objectives. Suddenly they're throwing hammers and they're picking off a wound or two here or there. They are an annoyance. Yeah, they're not terribly expensive. I don't. Think no, they. they're not. They're pretty cheap. So it it winds up being not too bad. Mm-hmm. I I I do like them. Uh, okay. Stormstrike chariots. When Grungni returned to the Pantheon, his knowledge of mystical conduction helped refit carriages into tools fit for the battlefield. The faster it travels, the more potent the electric aura. Arrows and cannonballs can be sent awry by the swirling celestial vortex of a Stormstrike chariot. Yeah. I like this model, first of all, Mm -hmm. can I just say? I think it's pretty rad. It's huge. Do you have one? No, No, I don't. Okay, yeah, they, but I've, but I've, I've seen, seen it, yeah. one. It's massive. And it's got 12 wounds at a three-up save. That's a lot of wounds, okay? Yeah. Um, and I would say this definitely fits the lore. Uh, I don't see taking... Uh, you can either take the storm bow and the axe or the axe and the spear. I'm thinking axe and spear. Yeah. The two attacks... You want to get this thing into combat. Mm-hmm. So you want the extra attacks in combat, right? Um, I mean, yeah, the bow is what two attacks, one damage, right? Whatever. And then that and yeah. the axe with three attacks, one damage. I'd rather the three attacks with one damage, and then the spear two attacks, two rend, two damage. Yeah, it's good. Um, <gasps> these guys definitely fit their lore, though. Minus one to hit when uh, for attacks that target it when it charges, which it's mm-hmm. constantly trying to charge. So you're minus one to hit it. And, I mean, it says thing, it moves with such a force of lightning and wind that it the things just can't hit it. It gets deflected right. out of the way. Plus, you got a zero unleash when it makes a charge move. Pick an enemy unit within an inch, which is usually the thing you charged. Roll a number of dice equal to the unmodified charge roll. And for each four up, the unit takes a mortal wound, which goes right to that thing where it says the more speed it builds up, the more dangerous it is. Yeah, I wish more chariots had 
that version of Impact hits than the one that they actually have. Yeah. I, That's nasty. This thing definitely fits its its rules, and I I love this thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. I think it's cool. Uh, let's talk about Hunters and Paladors. Yep. Um, these are the almost all, you know, of Angelos Conclave. And then it says the Hunters, you know, they have the Astral Compasses. They're up there. They are so daring. There's nowhere they won't travel to. Okay. And then the... They're, event- yeah, they're the scouts. Yeah, they're the scouts. Kind of um, if they're... While the Vanguard Hunters are patient but sudden, the Paladors exemplify the speed. Together they are fleet outriders without compare, daring, darting into battle and breaking off to savage new foes before their slaughtered enemies have even hit the ground. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's three versions of vanguard units right there's the no, I think hunters there's, yeah well there were yeah the hunters and the paladors we're talking about now and i think yeah. there's something else but that that comes up later the raptors um where do they come up later are they in the shooty bit oh yeah they're in the yeah, they're in the vengeance. shooty parts later okay. so yep, yep yeah so the hunters um i've used hunters before yeah and they're you know, pretty it, good. It describes them as these devastating assassin flying in, doing all this damage and getting out. Now they can both. I wouldn't uh, go that far. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the guys with the astral compass can basically. Um, they could just. They can ride the winds etheric, basically. Yeah. So they're a foot unit that, if you have a guy with a compass, which is your champion. They can ride the winds etheric, which is also what the Paladors can do. With they can just do it. And that that does lend to their lore of being fast and being able to dart in and out. Mm-hmm. But other than that, riding the winds etheric, where the, you know they they're moving yeah. within nine, and plus it's another one of these things where instead of a normal move or retreat, you're you're moving still with nine inches away, which means that a charge is going to be difficult. So flying in and attacking your enemies before they know what happened. Not necessarily happening. Yeah, well, they have a version of Winds of Thier because they still have to be with wholly within six inches of the battlefield edged as well. Oh, that's right. The hunters have to be within six inches of the battlefield edge. The the paladors don't. Yeah, right. so I, um, these guys just don't don't scream following their lore to me. Yeah, and they I don't know. I wish their bolts from pistols were better. I mean. Two attacks, know. fours by fours. Yeah, I yeah, mean it's, it's just, like, yeah. Once again, you read their lore, and you're like, wow, these guys are flying in, hacking up stuff, flying <laughs> out. No, 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 they're not. No, yeah. they're they're not. They're right. just not. The Vanguard Paladers are a little better. Yeah, because I mean they are they are fast. I mean, the wind, the ride the winds of Theric is a cool ability. Now it didn't used to be that great, but now it's I can see all kinds of uses for that. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm not seeing their super value, um, but then again, I often don't. <laughs> well, I mean, they can kind of do like, you know, like the general and the night haunt who can just kind of zip around the dreadblade hero guy. Uh-huh. I mean, they can they can kind of do that. You yeah, know? that is true. That is true. But they, I mean, but they, they but they don't rely on somebody else. To do True. it, they just do I, I, it. I'm not denying that they're fast and they can get in there. I'm just saying that it doesn't seem to me 
and once again, I just like I said, I'm probably not seeing it that they're especially oh. as as awesome as it says in the lore. Yeah. Now, yeah. granted, you can ride the winds of Theric, get within nine inches, and that's during instead of a normal move or retreat, you can move. Uh, that's not a that's not a run. So I suppose you could move and then shoot. So you totally would be uh, within range to shoot with your javelins, yeah, or your pistols. Mm-hmm. And you so can still you got that charge. You yeah, and you charge. can still charge. But once again, it's a nine-inch charge. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Next section: Shields of Sigmar, Libs, Vindicators, Vanquishers, and Sequiturs. Liberators. Since the first strike in the Brimstone Peninsula, the Liberators have been the iconic image of the Storm Host. Um. These guys seem to fit their rules. They're the guys who are always there, the guys who never give up. These are your grunts. These are the guys on the poster. This is the guy at the recruitment center. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. He, they're they're on the ground pushing that, you know, toeing the line, getting the dirty work done, not getting a lot of glory. Just getting the job done. It does point out that the Liberator Primes often bear magisterial grand weapons capable of slaying an ogre in a single blow. And I wrote next to it, I'm like, really? And yeah, technically they can because your basic ogre has four wounds. Mm -hmm. And if you get it off, you can do four wounds with it. You can do four wounds, yeah. But you're you're not. You're not just running around whacking ogres. He has three attacks. He can do six wounds. Does he? Yes, he. Oh, he gets an extra attack. No, not with the grand weapon. Sure, he does. He gets an extra attack. Oh, and one of the attacks. No, no, no. Um, that's with the heaven. An extra attack with his heaven wrought weapons paired. Or oh, oh, and grand weapon. You're right. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> my okay. mistake. Yes, they can. Let you work. I just let you work through it. There, it's okay. <laughs> He'll get it. Just let him read, folks. <laughs> let him read. He'll, it'll it'll come to him. Watch. Let's let's listen to the gears in his head turn. All right. And these are your basic guys. The four up save. The two wounds. You know. Yeah. Um. I say these guys definitely fit that lore though. Uh. If you take the shields, then you get that three up save. You know, and that's sort of that. This is the this is the stuff that came in the box set. That's the iconic yeah. look. The one ha- the hammer and the shield, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, these guys are these guys are good. They just are. And honestly, you need some cheap units to hold objectives. And yeah. if you're taking that part, the thing, if you're taking a stormkeep where they can count as three models apiece, five yeah. liberators plus. Once again, we're talking about the grunts who drop down during the the realm gate wars right and they had to run in there and take and hold the gates yeah and then they get lay low the tyrants which i think this might be a better version of lay low the tyrants than the old one yeah the other one was plus situational one, was it plus one to wound if they had five no. wounds or more or something like that or plus yeah, one to hit? yeah it was it was plus one to hit i think if they had five or more wounds right now at the end of the combat phase Pick an enemy that's within an inch of these guys and within six inches of the objective. So once again, if they're holding that objective, on a four-up, they take D3 mortal wounds. That's like that other rule. What was the other the rule that we read earlier? I mean, wasn't that a thing in there you could pick? Oh, yeah. That yeah. was the... Uh... And they've got it just naturally. These guys, if they... if You know... The, this is your G.I. Joe, and I don't mean like the cartoon. I mean like the original. These are your guys storming Normandy. These are the guys who are going in and where the battle is rough, and they are just holding the line. 
Yeah, I mean, battle line units with a three-up save is bonkers. Yeah. You no. just don't see it a lot. I think that the Liberators still have a place. They are, and once again, talk, talk about being the, the, the least glamorous, most overlooked, I think. Yeah. Because I, used to, I, ran, I ran 15 of these guys in my list. I ran several units on my old lists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Vindicators are great. Vanquishers are great. And everyone's like, oh, look, no one's going to be taking those guys anymore. The models are still thick and chunky. They don't yeah. look as good. They're not as good. You need if if you want to hold objectives, you need bodies, and these guys yeah. can do that job. Yep, I, I like it a lot. I think they fit the bill. Uh, Vindicators, these are the guys with the Thunderstrike armor. <laughs> now I love here. It says uh, the new Thunderstrike armored warriors excel either in defense or attack. Vindicators are the former, so these are the super defensive guys. It said, yeah, right? guys with this big spears. Uh, their spears. I, I, just, I just painted. I just painted my first one. Did you? Yeah. And their spear is not just practical. Each is modeled after the legendary Star Piercers, Sigmar's own polearm, and blessed by its touch in the forge. By chanting their litanies, they unleash the power in their war gear to form lightning barriers. Enemies who charge needlessly into them. So that's their lore. Mm-hmm. So let's look at them. Uh, where are they? Page one sixty one. Here, yeah, so their champion gets plus one attack. Uh, they get a standard bearer, which is interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, so they get plus they get plus one bravery. Okay, so they can go up to bravery and, eight. And then they have the storm soul arsenal, which is an unmodified hit roll for an attack made with a storm sphere at six. Its target suffers a mortal wound. So they're they're defense. they're just like the hammers, except their spears. They only do one wound instead of two. Where's the amazing defense? Well, they have a three up save. Yeah. Just natively. I mean, and that's good, but a lot of these guys have a three-up save. All the heroes have a three-up save. Your bigger yeah. guys, I mean, they're, they're vindicators. They have Thunderstrike armor, and um, it seems that most of the Thunderstrike armor guys mm-hmm. have that three-up save. I'm just saying as maybe because of the three-up save, they follow the lore, but that's there's nothing in here that... that, that that's yeah, got, you know, I think I think I think I think this is the shield. I think is what's giving them the three up save. I guess right, but I'm just I'm right. personally saying, when I look sure. at it, I read that and I look at this and I look at this data, this war scroll, and I go, mm-hmm. okay, like, but is it really all the stuff they were just telling me about? I don't know. Right. And yeah, I'm you know, man, I don't know how to play the game. All I could tell you is if the rules seem to fit the lore, and I just I'm not seeing that. Uh, Vanquishers. The God King's Fury given form. The most individualistic of redeemers fighting in the loosest formations. They get the Celestial Greatsword. Inside it is a piece of Celestium Realm Stone, and they will meditate for it. Not unlike the Elven Venari Blade Lords of Hish. Uh, they have different types of katas. They hit the most vulnerable parts of your armor. Um, <laughs> some envision the day when the Redeemer Conclaves will be filled with entirely with Vanquishers. Which is a great bit of lore because these are the guys that everybody said was going to completely get rid uh, and, and get rid of your need for liberators. No, no way. Um, now I do like the vanquishers, and I do think the vanquishers fit their lore. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I'd rather have liberators than these guys. I'm just saying they fit their lore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
with a musician, if you do the uh, rally command and you can you know, roll for all the models, the slain models in the unit on sixes, you could put one back. These guys come back on a five. That's cool. Yep. Talk about guys who never want to, never going to die, right? Um, and plus one attack if there's five or more models in the target unit. Plus two attacks if there's ten or more models. They start off with two attacks. Threes yeah. by threes, one rend, one damage, which is just, in fact, it's better than a liberator's attack. They have it two, is. Yeah. And if you're fighting, I mean, come on, three attacks if there's five models. Half of my stuff has got 10, 20 models in a unit, and these guys get four attacks apiece. Suddenly a unit of five has 20 attacks. Yeah. This fits that lore of the guys who are coming in and they've got that sword and they study with it and they pray with it and they and they become master swordsmen. Sure. And and but, you know that yeah. I fits the lore. But I guess it fits the lore. I guess in game wise, like what's what's your goal with your battle line units? Are you well, trying are to the, kill stuff? Are you trying to kill stuff? Or are you just trying to are you trying to hold objectives with them? Like what's your goal? Well, they would still be if you take that right type of unit. Wouldn't they still be because uh, they're still redeemed? They would still be worth three. They are battle line, and um, they're only I just, I just, they're I just don't okay. Think. I'm saying they're only ten points more than liberators. Yeah, I think they're. I don't know. I I think they definitely have a place. It's that lay low the tyrant where the liberators come in great for holding objectives. But I think these yeah. vanquishers, a unit of five. Especially if you're playing against armies that have larger units, there's definitely a place for these guys in there. Plus, they look really cool. They look awesome. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I can see why people would completely for the extra ten points replace their yeah. liberators with this hmm. because they have the the, the 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 weapons. the The only thing is the liberators are more versatile because they can take the great weapons. Um, you know, for the one guy, and like I said, it's that Lalo the Tyrants and the fact that they can have a three-up save as opposed mm-hmm. to a two-up save. But I don't know. I think I think there's there's a good argument. I and I know I just said you need liberators. I I just don't think the Vanquishers are defensive enough for my taste. No, no, because my liberators would all have shields. And I agree yeah. with you 100%. And yeah. it, it, with, I see your argument because when your army only has 40 models, right? every model counts. Yep. And am, am I going to spend my battle line points on guys that I want to go kill stuff? Or am I going to spend my battle line points on guys that I aren't going to die as much? I'm going to spend all my other points on stuff that's going to go kill stuff. Which I'm sure the Vanquishers are great at killing stuff. Mm-hmm. But... What are you going to hold your objectives with? True, and if you're if you're using that, uh, what is it? The rally. Mm-hmm. That's one of those hero uh, mm-hmm. things. Right? Then you're not using the other ones. You're not yeah. going for the extra command point. You're not going. Right. So you're also planning on yeah, maybe you're losing saying, models. Like, yeah, I'm going to say oh, at least nine of these guys are going to die. So I hope I get a bunch of fives. 
Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's. You're right. You're right. Because it looks good on paper. You're like, oh, they come back. Off. Oh, well, wait a minute. They got to die first. I just complained. I don't want to take an ability where I have to take wounds to do things back. And here I'm like, oh, this is great when I die. All right. I'm such a dunce. All right. What do we got left? Uh, vanquishers, sequiturs, and the non sequiturs. Um, <laughs> I love sequiturs. I do too. What's interesting with me is the, all the stuff that came out against the Night Haunt set in Second Edition. Yep. Soul and War because stuff. I still yeah the Soul War stuff. Plus I still play Night Haunt, so these guys scare me. Oh yeah, these guys are sweet. They were so good in the last. I think they were. Of, they're oh, a little bit dialed back now because I think they are a little dialed back because it's the number of models in this unit and not the unit you attacked. Rolling two dice, looking for fours. With the number of models in my unit, I don't know. Means... You're th- you're th- you, I think you're thinking about evocators. Oh, maybe that's evocators. Okay, sorry. Uh, but here, so, so sequiturs are the battle line uh, sacrosanct unit. Oh, that's right. These are okay. Sorry, I was thinking about the other guys, but those guys are right. scary too. Oh yeah. Um, this is where they can. They got two cool things in here. Mm-hmm. Um, they so can... they can have their their deals that two and five can have a great mace. And then the Sequitur Prime can have a great mace. So three and five models get a great mace. And you okay. better believe you better believe I'm running a unit of ten. <laughs> I'm gonna have five great maces in that unit. But what I like with this is that you can either boost your shield like they can they can channel yeah. their magic either into their shields or into their yeah. attack. So it's got that flexibility where it's not mm-hmm. one or you only get to pick one or the other every turn, but you can flip it as you need it. Right. If I'm facing something that's really going to hit hard, boom, I could boost my shields. But if I need to come in there and smash, I can yeah. boost my weapons. Also, they have one of the coolest rules, especially one that frightens my list and everything I do with it, is because they've got those, uh, what do you call them? The, um, the redemption cache? Yeah, so they can yeah. drag the spirits right out of you. So that rule there is like, oh, man. that I, and- I, It's making me second think maybe not giving the sequitur prime the the great mace because that that would be pretty neat. No, I in fact I I don't think you need as that many great maces with these guys. I don't think you do. Um, because they get really they get really good at killing stuff when there's five great maces in the unit. Yeah, I mean, but it just, it adds <laughs> one to their damage, which is great. Yeah, if you get through with the damage, you know. But it is only one rend, and I'm looking at okay. Um. At the start of the combat phase, you can either yeah. pick your Channel, weapons. Power, un- yeah. Unmodified sixes get two hits, like God. you said with the Slanesh, or you get a five-up ward. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a four-up save, five-up ward? Pretty good. Yeah. And then with that redemption cash, and this is the cool thing, which goes back to them being this anti, very much an anti-death army. Uh-huh. You can't return models. If the unit is within three inches of the unit's sequitur prime. Yeah, so that also work against Deepkin too, right? Yes. They do that. Their you, thralls do that. Nobody can put models back. So and yeah, and they're yeah. still they're soul stealers, aren't they, Deepkin? Mm-hmm. So you have your prime right up in the front, and suddenly my whole deal with my night haunt <laughs> goes out the window for these big throw a couple units of sequiturs at the at the uh at the chain rasps and yeah, absolutely they'll, now yeah, it's a, they'll oh, just no. murder them you get no chance that's really 
and hey, not everybody's putting models back, but actually everybody could put models back because of the rally rule. True. And now if they're there, you ain't doing it. I'm like, well, you couldn't do you couldn't do it within three inches of them anyways for rally, but oh, that's right because they got to be away. That's right. You're right. right you're right. 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 Still, I just I like these guys. I think they're kind of rad. Um, I always liked the stuff from the yeah. Soul Wars. Stuff. Yeah, I'll probably I'll be I'll be keeping my probably my sequiturs in my lists. I think. Now we're getting to the paladins. Mm. I like this stuff. So our paladins, uh, the original ones, are the protectors, the retributors, and the decimators. And I'm going to say right now, I'm going to say. Which ones did? Which ones have these? Have you actually used in a game? All of them. You have okay. Yeah, because remember, okay. Full disclosure: I had a lot of this stuff in very first edition. I built a yep. Stormcast army. I remember. So I had the box set stuff, and then I added to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when Soul Wars, when the second edition came out, I bought some of that stuff. And then I kind of didn't buy any more of that stuff because I started playing around with my death armies and playing with other stuff. Gotcha. Um, Because I really got into Night Haunt. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have any of the really new stuff, so I constantly played with the old stuff. Yeah. And these guys definitely play to their lore, although I do think there's some stuff. Now, when we talk paladins, like I said, protectors, retributors, and decimators. These are... These are the you know these are the 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 tough guys from the first edition. Yeah. The guys that you drop in and they're doing damage. Did they always have three up saves in the old book? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because everyone else had four. Because they had the heavier armor. They had had four. Right. They had three, and they had the three wounds. Mm Mm-hmm. So plus they could take the star soul mace, which is really cool. You're putting star soul maces in your units, um, and they. Very much like the old High Elves where you had the Swordmasters and the um, the two, uh, the the White Lions, the Swordmasters, and who are the other guys? Phoenix Guard. The Phoenix Guard. All similar stats, but all different type of weapon strategy. Yeah. All three of these play to their strengths, and it plays to how you want to play. I loved Retributors. Right. Drop Retributors in. First of all, you, all of these guys can take star soul maces where you don't roll. You just yeah. and it, before it was one did nothing and two through five did a mortal wound and like or five or six or I don't know if it was five and six or just six did like D three mortal wounds. Yeah, blast ashes is yeah. So at the star soul maces on a two up, just take D three mortal wounds. Which yeah, which is great. So, yep. And two and five can have that. Yeah, two out of five, right? But isn't it like in the box that you buy from Games Workshop, you only get one Star Soul Mace? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, yeah, trading in Star Soul Mace materials or, or, or custom making Star Soul Maces is, is, <laughs> yeah. is rampant. Um, <laughs> or what? But so the Retributors come in with their hammers. And much like the other hammers, these are the, this, and these were the guys that I loved the best mm-hmm. because these were sort of that epitome of Sigmar. Six is to hit. Instead, you know, the auto auto two two mortal wounds instead of the two yeah, damage. The blast to ashes. I would Nasty. drop these guys in. I dropped them in on uh, a giant cabbage. Yeah. I dropped a unit of ten in on them, <sighs> and I got with between the star soul maces and rolling sixes. I I I took him off on and mm-hmm. one shot. I one shotted so many big things with the retributors. Right, you, killed, you, you killed a slan in that game that we played. Yeah, just drop them, them in and pop. Yeah, they're tough. Um, the protectors—they used to. Add I used them. I I used them. The protectors was- are changed. They used to add 
to the to the saves of anybody getting yeah, attacked behind them. them. Like if you're shooting behind yeah. them, because they basically wielded those things like lightsabers. They were deflecting yeah. blows left and right. Yeah. yeah, that rule was so clunky though. It was. It like, was. Yeah. Now it's just plus one to save rolls. If at least half of the models have the glaives, so if you keep taking the glaives off and you wound up with star soul maces, they don't get the roll. But plus one of their up save. save, two up, two up save. save. Zuna has a two up save just natively. Now just the protectors <laughs> and the, the decimators have the thunder axes. Now the one complaint I have is that um, you know retributors only have three attacks, but they got the they have and they're all threes to hit, threes to wound, two rend because they're all the same guys. It's just the different weapons. Well, the lightning hammer does two damage. Yeah, the lightning hammer has two damage, and the sixes do the mortals. Yeah. Um, the storm strike glaive and the thunder axe both have five attacks, which is more than the hammer. Yep. Both one damage, two rend. They're identical weapons. Yeah. So the only difference comes in in their special ability. I would have liked to have seen them have different stats. Mm. Just okay, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Just because. Yeah. Uh, but the protector, plus, so they'll get a two up save, mm-hmm. which is. Fantastic. Crazy. The decimators with their thunder axes. Now, these guys used to have, and that was another clumsy rule, um, they have a two-inch range, I think yeah. it was. And, and it was the number of models within two inches of them. That's the number of attacks they got. So you'd have five guys in a row, and you'd be counting two inch, a two-inch circle around them. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of them, you know, it would, it would repeat because the guy yeah. in front of you, uh, the guy down there is still... So then you're sitting counting models, counting models. Now it's different. Five attacks, and if 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 they're attacking a unit with more models than them, it's seven attacks. Yeah, each. Each. You know, how do you want to play it? You know, these right, are right. these are usually units of five anyway. Mm-hmm. So do you want to get the sixes doing mortals because mortal wounds are rad? Do you want to get seven attacks? Or do you want to get five attacks with a t- less attacks but a two-up save? Yeah. All of it's and that, good. Well, the protectors used to have an ability against monsters, too. Or if they stabbed a monster, they did like D3 wounds to it or something. Oh, or they damage might have, yeah. Their damage characteristic was three or something crazy like that. Yeah, they definitely simplified it. Yeah. Now, if you've been reforged... Now here, this, is, this is an interesting thing. Um... It says uh, occasionally, because these guys get reforged a lot, because these are the guys uh-huh. that get thrown in to the, to the, the heavy fire. Yeah. These are the guys who are, who are laying down that worst damage, but they're against the biggest things. They get reforged a lot. However, sometimes you just don't die. Sometimes you live through everything. If that is the case, sometimes... Sigmar and Grungni will take you and give you the Thunderstrike armor. Right. And then you're, just, you be, yeah, yeah. then you're an Annihilator. Yeah. They don't descend from the heavens, emerge horizontally through rifts of crackling lightning, and their momentum <laughs> is a weapon in itself. Twin-tailed streaks following their every motion and blow. Their heavy armor slows them, but it also absorbs storm energy that erupts and does it. These guys fit the lore. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. These guys fit perfectly. Um, so if you're a really amazing retributor or protector or decimator, they may just be like, you know what? You need this. Right. <sighs> they get the thing where they, they first time they're set up on the battlefield, 
roll a dice for enemy is within 10. A three up D3 mortal wounds. Ouch. Every unit within 10 inches. <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. If you drop them from space, you drop them nine inches away. Mm-hmm. If you've got that special character that allows you to drop them seven inches away, there you go. Right. And they're only units, and they're units of three. So you can, you know, take a couple units of three and just mm-hmm. smash them around, and you could be doing 2d3 mortal wounds to a bunch of people. Plus, on the turn that they land, you can reroll charge rolls. Yeah. So if you get them that seven away, now that's only one unit per round. So you may be dropping them on the first round, the second round, and then the, and then maybe if you have another one on the third round. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing that, they're dropping seven away, re-rolling their, their charges. Yeah. They're hitting uh, on a three-up. They're doing the, the D3 mortal wounds, and they have the force of a falling star. This is awesome. It just says they come out vertically or horizontally through the lightning, and the force of that can smash their opponents. So when you make a successful charge, you pick an enemy within an inch, which is usually the army you charged, and you roll a number of dice equal to the unmodified charge roll. Okay, if there's only two models, you lose one die, and if there's only one model in the unit, because it's usually in three, you lose two dice. For every four up, the unit takes a mortal wound. Yeah. I was getting charged by Rotor with these guys. He's rolling tens for the charge. Oh, man. And it's like, oh. <laughs> and he's rolling ten. Okay, take five mortals. It's like, oh, and they just, and it's, 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 it's weird impact hits. Right. Now, the one difference between the two types. If they take the super hammer, their range, they got a two-inch range, three attacks, threes by twos, two rend, three damage, which is fantastic. Three-up save only. Yeah, only a three-up save. Now, yeah. the ones in the box set are hammer shield guys. Yeah. Uh, these guys only have a one-inch range, and they don't hit as well. They're three attacks, threes by threes, one rend, two damage. Yeah. Uh, two up save two up save two up save and if you happen to go up against someone with rend you can always give them the bonus you can you can throw a, a yeah you, know, you can a, save stack a, a, right yeah you throw a mystic shield on them or something like that mm-hmm. um they're good yeah they're, are yeah they're expensive right oh yeah three they're not cheap no they're three annihilators is 200 points yeah the guys I mean, the, hand, the grand hammers are 240 points but they're battle line in the Knights Excelsior army. And the Knights Excelsior army, I, hold on, let me check. I forgot what that allows you to do. Uh, and the, since uh, we brought it up, we got to tell say what it does. Where is that? Come on. That's in the... Yep, I'm just looking for the page. Uh, Knights Excelsior, once per turn okay. at the start of the combat phase, pick a paladin unit... Until the end of the phase, when you pick it to fight, pick an enemy within an inch. If the number of models in the enemy unit is greater than the paladin unit, plus one to hit and wound. <laughs> so you uh, so you pick these guys <laughs> or yeah, I mean, any of those paladins. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of them are threes by threes. Mm-hmm. So if you're going with the, the any of the other guys, they're down to twos by twos. The decimators, the protectors, the retributors. The... Annihilators are twos by twos. Um, the the guys with grand hammers are twos by ones. <laughs> yeah. Which you know, granted, ones always miss. But if you've got something on me where I'm minus one to wound, like we've talked yeah. about all those things, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah, two up now. Darn it. 
ridiculous. Yeah. These guys are great. And yeah. with, I mean, with three wounds apiece. Oh, plus one attack for their prime. Let's not forget that. So that guy's got right. four attacks. I mean, they only move four inches. They're they are slow. They're, yeah, they're slower in Christmas, right? Yeah. This is why, and this is my thing: is you. I would think you would almost only take these guys as scions of the storm, so that you oh, can drop sure. them in. Because you've got to drop them right in at the yeah. at the at the at the worst. You got to drop them in like the middle of the field. Yeah, unless you're planning on just holding an objective with them. Yeah, you but this. What are you going to do? Hold an objective? So people, you're going to wait for people to attack them? No. Okay, guy, you got that objective with your three guys yeah. until I'm ready to to, yeah. to calculate an attack against you. I guess it depends on how serious you are and how you want to hold an objective, I guess. I don't know. Bananas. That's what I'm yeah. talking right here. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's so, it's, they're good. They're, 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 they're crazy. So good. Uh, okay, so we're not done, though. We still have the Dracothian Guard. Now, yeah. okay. They have been, you know, the Dracothians and Sigmar have been stalwart ally, stalwart allies. Um, they are less patient than their Star Drake elders. They, you know, it's not easy to earn their respect. There's the trials of the Star Walking, you know. But these are the guys who are more. Re- these were the ones who were willing to go into combat earliest, which is why. Okay, and of course they were yeah. first edition models. Yeah, this is the extremist chamber. Mm-hmm. They are among the most potent weapons in the Stormhost arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if they are, I I wonder where because I never see anybody take them on the table. Um, you used to see concussors. That was it. it. And I like this because they had a whole bunch of stuff where you could take battalions. Where it was like, because there's yeah. four types. You yeah. got the three different weapon types, and then a fourth weapon type, and they have the lightning and the thunder. You know, right. the lightning comes in first. It says with the fulminators and the tempesters, the lances the and the crossbows. Fulminators are nasty. They're they good. Charge. Yeah. And then after those guys come in with the lightning, then comes the thunder with the desolators and the concussors. Yeah. So the first guys come rushing through and break the lines, and the other guys come in and just smash everything that's left. That's yeah. the theory. Yeah, the concussors got nerfed, unfortunately. Yeah. They used to, I think if you took a wound or got hit by them, you used to not be able to pile in. Oh, right, right, right. So we've got the Dracothian card. I just want to see how how many you get for how many points because you get, you get two, like two concussors are. Oh, are they two? They used to be two sixty. I think they're maybe a little less. Uh, concussors and desolators are two twenty. Yeah. Fulminators are two twenty. Or no, tempesters are. They're all two twenty except for the fulminators. Yeah. Fulminators two thirty. These can be battle line in a hammers of Sigmar army. Mm-hmm. If you just which want is, to take, which, which I don't think that used to be a thing, now it's a thing. So a lot I, of the requirements went from having certain characters as your general to picking those. Yeah, the storm host. The storm host. Yeah. All right. So let's look at these guys. Um, you come in first with the fulminators and the tempesters. Yeah. They got six wounds apiece. They got. Yeah. Ten, they move ten inches and they got a three up save. Yeah, they're like mini characters, each mm-hmm. one. Uh, they all get that uh, storm blast where mm-hmm. um, you pick someone within range, and on a four-up, they take D3 mortal wounds. This is actually way better than the old one, which is where oh, they would spit. Sure. And you pick a spot, and every unit within yeah. two inches. Now, yes, you could hit multiple units, yeah, but it was right. always I, such a pain. I to always, always missed with it. 
It's yeah. such a bummer. I mean, it's still a four up with this. You could still miss, but before you could hit multiple units, but it's like, all right, now I'm looking. Where's the range? I'm going to look for a spot. I'm measuring. Here, it's just yeah. a pick a unit. Boom. Do D3. Yeah, then the, like the the uh, the Dracoth itself had this weird ability. It was like ferocious damage or unstoppable damage or something. Or if you, you had to roll a six to wound, and then it did the like damage of it went up a bunch. That was it, a mount trait. I no, think. no, that was a, that was a, that was a Dracoth thing. Oh, was if it? You, yeah, it was called like. I thought that I know there was someone you could pick because uh, I I always had my I had my general would always be mounted on a Dracoth, and you could pick in the mount traits. Yeah. If you uh, if you rolled a six to hit, it's damage. It was like uh, D six damage or some ridiculous crap like that. It was just I'll, I forget I'll, exactly. I'll look, I'll look it up. Sure. Here we go. Concussors. They used to have an ability called intolerable damage. <laughs> so I couldn't remember it. It was nice. if an unmodified wound roll for an attack made with a Dracoth claws and fangs is six. That attack had a damage characteristic of D six instead of one. Oh, okay. Oh, I remember what mine was. Uh, I think when he wrote in, if you, uh, if I think it was sixes to hit, I think had like a rend, jumped your rend up to like three. Yeah. So that oh. that rule right there, where the wounding we needed a six to wound, yeah, has just thrown me off all abilities that require sixes on the wounds. I'm like, nope. Because you, you always miss I, the sixes. I would never roll, and then when I would roll it, I'd always roll a one on the damage, like. You know, gosh, dang it! This stupid ability. I'm you always, you always notice sucks. when it doesn't work. In fact, oh. and you know, but I mean, they work sometimes. I mean, the uh. one time I, I remember, I used to take the grave guard, and remember they had killing blow. Yeah, and you know, you'd roll, and I was always playing for the killing blow. You know, try to get that. Oh you know, yeah, get the hits, and it was sixes to wound or killing blow, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. I remember I was playing at Blood in the Sun against Brosca. It was my my uh, undead against his. A vampire counts. He was running the all cav army. Right? He had a block of twenty cav with the five. I them. with the with the characters in the front, right? I remember that unit. I had a block of fifty graveguard with the great <laughs> weapons. Yeah, fifty graveguard. I'm fighting yeah. in three ranks, yeah, ten horde. across. Yeah, a horde. In a horde, over the course of like three different rounds of battle. <laughs> I didn't killing blow one of those guys. <laughs> oh no! I couldn't roll a six on the wounds to save my life. I will never a, forget he, that story because I was like, I'm gonna just take out his characters, yeah, and I'm and gonna rolling, get this. He was rolling black knights, so all those yeah. guys had killing blow. He wasn't rolling too many either, but he only had five guys in the front. I had thirty flipping attacks. <laughs> it was stupid. When, he, when I played him, it must have been at the same tournament. I was using a unit of. Gosh, it must have been a unit of thirty demonettes, and I, I cast Mind Razor on them. Mind Razor. And, and I think, I think he charged me, but I had, I think I had an ability where I could always strike first because they were demonettes, and mm-hmm. I just <laughs> decimated them. Oh God! Because <laughs> they were strike ten. I was like, like, oh no. Ugh. Okay, well let's take a, <laughs> let's take a look at your your, your lightning attack. Okay. Yeah. So everybody's got the storm blast because that's the that's the thing. The claws and fangs, dude. Dracoths are no joke. No. Three attacks, threes by threes, two rend, two damage. Like these guys now come they, in and they hit. And now they have two damage just all the time. Yeah. So, um, the tempesters are the guys who have the crossbows. Um, yeah, I've never seen one. Yeah, no. Um, if you hit, it does. So all your attacks. I mean, it's got three attacks. 
with the crossbow to shoot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The hits do two hits. So, yeah, that's a that, that's a common theme of all the the crossbows mm-hmm. in the in in the book. Um, but the fulminators, man. Mm. Uh, damage three instead of damage one if you charge. They have five attacks with two rend. Yeah, that's good. That's actually pretty good because you, you are charging yeah. these guys in. Oh, yeah. They're moving 10. You're flying up. You're charging in. And five attacks with three rend is crazy. Yeah, you'll have – yeah, you'll probably have a unit of – if you're going to run these guys, you're pr- – I don't know. I, I would blow the points just like four. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like. Ugh, and the question once, do they follow the lore? I'm going to say, and we haven't covered mm. the other two yet, all of them except the Tempesters, the guys with mm-hmm. the crossbows, like eh, a hit does two hits. Like, okay, they're fast, but I'm not impressed. Yeah. Like there's nothing about that that screams, oh, they're elite. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Same with the concussors. They don't, I mean, they don't really concuss anything anymore but they, they just, have the they have the lightning hammers those are the those are the retributors yes on a, on a drag off I, I liked that ability where they could if they did you know damage to you or you couldn't pile in because it was supposed to be like you know right. the blast of their hammers is stopping you being you know you become confused and you can't yeah you know but still six that. is doing two mortals and the, the rest of it are at two rend two damage there those guys hit oh yeah Every every stat on their stat line is you know, three attacks from them and the Drakoth claws and fangs. Both are threes to hit. Both are threes to rune. Two rend. Two damage. Yeah, this, they're pretty much they're they're mounted retributors basically. Yeah, I mean that's that is six attacks that could do up to twelve damage, plus the D three from the storm blast. Yep, plus the attacks of the Drakoths themselves. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Because oh, it's two, you're yeah. about per model, yeah, per, per model, model. Yeah. they can do yeah. up to twelve damage at rend with the rend two. It's it's uh, pretty good. Yeah. And then the desolators come in and they've got the thunder axe, and this is the same thing: five attacks, seven if they charge. Um, I, These I, are mounted decimators, basically. Yep. I'm a I'm a I'm a concussor and fulminator fan. I'll take one of each instead of the pair. Yeah. You know, the Fulminators come in fast. They hit with that lightning strike. They got that, you know. Yeah, if I'm going to, like, a full-blown, like, Hammers of Sigmar, Dracoth army, I'm probably going to run Vandis Hammer Hand and, like, as, you know, like, four units of these guys. Right. That'd be, that'd, that'd be my list. Four units of four in some combination. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay, and so... What do we got left? We got, uh, let's see, Storm Drake. Oh, let's finish the Storm Drake guard because they're on the same page. Yeah, these are the new guys, mounted guys on dragons. Yeah, and these are these guys are Draconith. So these guys are more like the dragon rules that we read for the big dragons. Right. Um, they're more enamored with warriors who excel in conquest and slaughter. This is the one where they uh, they're flaming breath reduce all in its path to ash um this these these guys are just more brutal that's you know um these guys are totally within their lore um they've got that arcane heritage which gives them the on the four up ignore spells and endless spells for them um they also get the same as the as the pigeons they've got the dispersed formation because the models are huge and they can't be within an inch of each other right 
uh, two rend and two damage if you charge instead of one rend, one damage for their land. Now, here's a question. That's the lances. The lances, okay, three attacks, threes by threes, one rend, one damage. If you charge, it's two rend, two damage. Yeah. The war blade, which is the thing that they talked about, the burning it, you know, and it burns up their arms and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Six attacks, threes by threes, one rend, one damage. So, and it's only one inch. Mm-hmm. Which one are you taking? Um... <laughs> I'm probably taking the lances. Okay. On the charge, you got the potential to do six damage. But if you're not charging... I, I don't know how much is going to survive like, yeah. <laughs> after that. And once again, the fangs and talons. Same thing as before as the Dracoths, except more attacks and more range. Three-inch range and four attacks. But the same. They're just as brutal. But they've got that arcane heritage. Yeah. They've got that flame stream, which is the, as good as the storm blast, except it could do even more wounds. Um, so are you taking? So let's talk about unit size on mm-hmm. these dudes. <sighs> Would you go like a unit of two, three, four, five? Like what are you? What are you picking? Uh, I, I'm just thinking units of two because of the because of the cost and with this, you know, two for two eighty five. And their battle line, if you have a, a Draconith or a Star Drake general, yeah. so if you're taking, if you're taking, a, like an all dragon army, you need to take the small units to get all those battle line in. Yeah. So it'd be a yeah. They take two or you take four, basically. Yeah. Right. I'm, yeah, but I'm thinking a couple of a couple of units of two. More versatile. They don't have to stick together. And, um, I mean, you don't need so, them to be bigger, you know. So I wonder why Dispersed Formation says if this unit has two to five models, they can only take two or four. Well, because it's battle line. No, it's battle line if you got a Draconith, and then you can take that third. You can. Oh, you, I see. That's right. You can, take a, you can take a unit of one. You can take a, you can take a single, a Stormbreak Guard. You can take a unit of one if you have. You can include one unit of this type yeah. for each Knight Draconis you include yeah, in your include, army. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, it can't be battle line because it's only the one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but for the, you can take up to six technically for the one unit for the battle line because it's battle line. So you could take that second uh, reserve or whatever it's called on it. Oh, the 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 uh, reinforcement. Reinforcement. Yeah, you can reinforce that. Why you would take six, I don't know. Yeah. Um, or two to five. It says two to five, but you can take <laughs> up to six. I, I, who knows? <laughs> That's really weird. If the unit has more than five models, it's coherent. Oh, so it can be more than five. If there's more than five, it's coherent. Right. Three inches. Could, could, yeah. you ever have a unit of, could you ever have a unit of five? I guess you Well, yeah, if you took six and lost one, then that changes your coherency. Because you can take... Oh yeah, yeah. Because it, yeah. if you have all six, you have to be oh, within Cause, two cause other. It, you have to be near two. Right. Remember, more so than five models, you have to be near two others. Yep. So that's the yep. di- that's the yep. difference in that's that rule. The, okay, so it's a coherency thing. Gotcha. Once per battle, you can roll a dice. Uh, if there's unit, uh, once per battle in the hero phase, you can make a normal move. Roll a dice if any enemy units are within twelve inches after the move, and on a two up, you can charge. That's yeah. a cool rule. Yeah. Once per battle in the hero phase, I can move up, and if I get close enough, I can try to charge. Mm-hmm. Just out of just in the in the hero phase, I'll take that. That's that's mm-hmm. rad. Yeah, it's really these good. guys are really cool. I really, really like yeah. these. Mm-hmm. Talk about guys who it says they're 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 looking for guys who are into slaughter. 
Right. Every bit of their rules is I'm getting in there and I am messing stuff up. Man, I, how much would you cry, though, if you like had to lose one to battle shock? <laughs> okay, yeah, bravery like eight, six. nine <laughs> wounds apiece with a three-up save. Yeah. The odds of you, okay, <laughs> if you have a unit, first of all, think about this. Okay, bravery eight. Even if you bravery bombed me with some stuff and brought it down to six, if I lost one, I'd need to roll a six to lose another. And that's if you bravery. With a bravery eight, I'd have to lose three <laughs> and then roll a six to lose another one. And at that point, most people don't have units of, I mean, it's going to be two or four for most things, right? Right. Probably two. If you lose one, <laughs> you're not going to lose one to battle shock. You'd right. have to take a really big unit and screw up a, really bad. Really bad, yeah. To, that to would lose, be terrible. that would be terrible. <laughs> oh, I lost a storm regard to battle shark. That's where you're gonna be like, no, I'm gonna use that command point and not take that test. Yeah, I guess you could get bravery bombed, right? There's a, there's ways to get there, bravery bombed, but still, yeah, you could get this guy like bravery two or something dumb. I don't like know that. if it can do that, but I don't know. Okay, uh, let's see. You know what? I don't even know if we're gonna have time to go into long list t- list discussion here. That might have to be something for another time. Mm-hmm. Because it is getting late, and we're already two hours in, and we've still got more <laughs> stuff to do. Um, we have the Eye of Vengeance. We have the Eye of Vengeance, Wielders of the Celestial Tempest, and that's it. Yeah, well, we, we got two two categories left. We got eleven or twelve uh, things left to talk about. So yeah, yeah. Let's take another break because it's, it's been another hour, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see where we're going from here. We'll be right back. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. We're back. Here we are. Oh, boy. So, let's see. Uh, We're up to the Eye of Vengeance. Now, here's all our shooty boys. Yeah. Judicators, the most common place. The most common. That seems hurtful. The most common. Yeah, of these, uh, of these, uh, these guys. And they're, they're still pretty good. Um, I don't know if they're 
compared to their other guys if they're as good as Liberators. But Judigators, Castigators, Vigilors, who have the Thunderstrike armor, and the Vanguard Raptors, who got moved out of all the Vanguard stuff into the that, which, you know, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Um, they draw, you know, they draw close ranks behind the protective shields of their Redeemer brethren. And then here, of all the Justicar warriors, it's the Judicators who can most keenly sense corruption. I was calling them Judicators and not Justicars, right? I'm, I'm both saying the right thing. I'm yep, just I'm yep. getting tired. Uh, more than one. Well, they're, yeah, they're Justicar is one of their keywords. Yeah, right, right. Uh, more than one parlay between the Stormcast and their would-be allies has ended in a storm of sudden arrow fire as the Judicators have detected some form of deception. Mm. This, this is not something you can really make a rule out of, I don't think, for yeah. them. Um, and how does that translate into their rules? Uh, not at all. Right. And I think both of these uh, are a maybe uh, as far as following the rules because there's two types. There's... The judicators with the sky bolt with the regular bows and the judicators with the crossbows. I never, I've never even built the crossbow guys. I don't think I have the crossbow guys. I they're went, actually they're pretty cool actually. I like them because the shock bow bolt um, was awesome, but also now the prime gets an extra attack. Yeah, uh, it used to be he was plus one to hit. Yeah, so d six attacks hitting on twos. Was rad with oh, the old yeah. bolt, you know. And then it then it like did like it like hit multiple people or right, or something like that or um, hit something. I, I can't remember. It was something it like that, or they had their hit. Yeah. No, it was oh, it was. Uh, I think it was they had the same amount of attacks, but then the hits did. Uh, D, I don't know. They, yeah. You get the D six in there. It was a you know one hit yeah. did D six hits or something like that. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> so I oh, had those just the regular attack. But if you hit at a two, it did D six hits. Right. Yeah, so it doesn't do of, that anymore. No, but <laughs> now it's got D six attacks. All right. Plus one if you give yeah. that to the prime. Yeah. So it's it's D six plus one hitting on threes. Before it was a regular attack hitting on twos, and when it hit, it did D six hits, which was awesome in a unit because suddenly that guy made up for everybody else's misses. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the range on these is nice. 24 is good. Yeah. And if you hit a six to hit, then uh, it's uh, a mortal wound. So yeah. the sixes do mortals. They're still pretty decent. They have a bunch of attacks. They can have a bunch of attacks. I mean, they're so expensive. They Ugh. are expensive. I always cringe yeah. when I try to put these guys in my list. I'm like, mm -hmm. Uh If you take the Bolt Storm Cross Bowl. That's yeah. two attacks, threes by threes, no rend. The other guys do have rend, one damage. So it's it's shorter range yeah. and no rend. It just doesn't seem to be as good. Uh, but look at the rapid fire rule. Uh, yeah, if it hits, it does two hits. Mm -hmm. So any hits do two hits. So that's yeah. good. But with no rend and one damage, you know, it's still only two attacks. So it's, you know, at most, you know, getting the four hits. You still got to roll so the I built that. I built them... The old one, because I liked the ability of the the Prime's weapon. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with them. I'm just, you know, I don't know. Do they do they really fit into their lore? I mean, they no. shoot. You know, like, there's nothing special yeah. that is like, oh, yeah, these are the guys who no, know the thing. Not. Yeah. Uh, castigators, the most arcane. Ooh. They lay their ammunition before a star drake in a 12-pointed arrangement, bowing as the draconic beasts bathe the bolts in clouds of holy storm breath. In yes. doing so, they mirror the moment when Dracothian first breathed life back into Sigmar's 
battered form. Um, these are the guys who have those giant flipping. Yeah. You know, they got the big like cro- great bows with the with the big jewel on the end of it. Yeah, I got a ton of these guys. Yeah, and these guys do <laughs> fit their lore. They do. Um, they don't. They don't really do much else. But yeah, well, because they have the same thing as the sequiturs. Mm-hmm. Because instead of the shield or the or the or the hammer, yeah. they get this at the start of the shooting phase. I'm either plus one to hit, which means I'm hitting on twos, mm-hmm. or I'm rend two instead of rend one. Right. Which is another thing that's nice and flexible, especially if you're playing against undead. These are the guys who came out against the yep. uh, Night in, in Night Haunt, and so well, I, what do I care about rend? I just want plus one to hit. You're not. You're going to ignore the rend anyway. Let me make sure right. I hit you. Um, and the best thing about these guys in the old one is that they give you a bonus in one of the battalions. That was kind of cool. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the other great thing is with the attacks, if the unmodified hit roll is a six against malignants or demons. So once again, guys who are going to banish spirits, they do two hits instead of one. Yeah. So if, uh, you know, six is to hit, I'm already plus one to hit. So I'm hitting on twos against night haunt and demons and stuff like that. Uh, I'm twos to hit and sixes do two hits. Yep. So all of that extra ethereal, they can kind of it, it. They're slowly negating it. I I like the castigators lore wise. Yeah. And again, I don't want to face them. <laughs> What's really nice about them is they are cheap. Yeah, they're not too expensive. Three, three of them are. You take a unit of three for starters, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. And they're 105 points. That's not bad. So it's, a, so it's like one of those units where you're like you're doing up your list and you're like, what am I going to do with these hundred and five points? Like, oh, I can throw in ether wings or like a unit with a decent save, you know, something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, the oh god, judicators are really expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are. Did they go up? They weren't. They didn't used to be two hundred points. No, they they used to be one sixty five. 200 points for the Skybolt bows, 190 for the crossbows for five guys. They are battle line, but get out of here. Exactly. Oh, my God. I didn't know they were that much. That's dumb. That's yeah, dumb. All right. Vanguard Raptors. A uh, few Stormcast can match the Steely Focus. Whoa. Armed with an array of rapid firing or pinpoint accurate crossbows, they wait for the opportune moment before cutting down their foe in a hail of blistering but precisely delivered firepower. Yep. Okay. And these guys, do they fit the lore? Yeah. Yeah, I put a sort of on this one. <laughs> yeah, the guys with the long strike crossbows, they are they're still good. Yeah. Um they are not what they used to be, I don't think, or are they? Yeah, well still sixes do two mortals. Yeah. Two attacks, threes by twos, two rend, two damage. Uh the ether wing is really nice. Uh, you, if you take that prime, they gets to use the ether wing rules, and we might as well talk about the ether wing really quick because the ether wing totally fits its lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got two wounds. It doesn't have a save. It's got two. It's it's not anything that's great for attack. It can retreat and charge, so it's great. It can get out of the way. But plus one to hit rolls for attacks made by missile weapons by friendly raptor units if the target is within twelve inches of enemy friendly units with this ability. So if you can get some ether wings up within 12 inches of them or if you have your um if you have your raptors I mean they got a 30 inch range on this thing 
But they once, do. That, they, 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 they have just, they have that just basic now. They're thirty inch range. Yeah, it used to be twenty four, and if they didn't move, they got an extra six inches. Yeah. Um. But it's threes by twos, and if you can get some ether wings next to it, because they come with these ether wing models. Now the ether wing just sits with them. But if you get some ether wings over there, boom! Well, you now you're right. twos to hit. Right. Yeah. So because you have to go to the ether wing. Uh, yeah. War scroll, right? Yeah. Yeah. Add one, do attack, hit rolls. Yeah. So now they still have because they used to hit on twos. Yeah. And th- but now and they used they used to hit on twos, wound on threes, two rend, two damage. Now it's threes and twos. They hit on now they hit on basically they're gonna hit on twos. Because they've got the ether wings. Well, the ether wing that comes with it is like a mount. So the one that comes with the champion, I think that's the model that is just sitting on its shoulder. So that one, it's not a separate model. That model's covered by an ether wing armed with a beacon claws. Oh, I see. It's just a mount. Yeah, you'd you'd actually have to take a unit of ether wings for that ability. Right, but they're pretty cheap. But once again, as, as the enemy is trying to get close in on you. Yeah. Once they get, you got a 30 inch range, but once the enemy gets close. You've got an ether wing in your unit. As long as that guy's there, there you suddenly you're hitting much more accurately when they get close. Yeah. Or you're just being deadly if you take a couple of ether wings. The mm-hmm. hurricane crossbow is, you know, uh, that's got more attacks. Right. It's got four attacks, but it doesn't hit as hard at all. Yeah. This but, is basically this is basically the same unit as the as the judicators with the bolt storm crossbows. I mean, they have more <laughs> attacks, but. And and uh, uh, sixes. Oh no! When you do a hit, it does two hits. So yeah. four attacks, but you can get actually up to eight hits. Yeah, they just get they get two extra attacks over the battle line version of right. the guys. With it's a hurricane crossbow, not a bolt storm crossbow. They're, I mean, they're kind of they kind of fit the lore, you know. The with their weapons, I mean, their their weapons are described that way. It's just mm-hmm. and they're okay. Uh, Lore-wise, I mean. Uh, let's see. Vigilors. This is the Thunderstrike armor guys. These are the new guys? Yeah. Um, they, These guys are sweet. They scout, yeah, they are. They scout out ahead. Um, in those newly forged Stormhosts entirely composed of Thunderstrike warriors, massed bands of Vigilors serve as rangers and pathfinders. Their signature ability is found in the flashes of lightning that accompany the volley from the Stormcaller bows. Their enemies may perceive these streaks simply as Sigmar's wrath to the Stormcast. They are sophisticated, coded messages. <laughs> um, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Vigilors... Two attacks, and they do fit their lore because of that Navigators of the Storm. In the shooting phase, if any wounds caused by attacks made with this unit's Stormcrawler bows are allocated to an enemy unit, plus one to hit rolls for attacks that target that unit until the end of the turn. You can't do it more than once. So if Vigilors do any wounds, those lightnings, it's not just codes. It's like tracer fire. That's where they are. It's like like marker lights. Yeah. It's 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 like well, like with the towel. What do you call? It? Yeah, the marker lights. Yeah. yeah. So that's a that's really it's good. Really actually, good. It's plus one good. to hit for everybody else for the rest of the turn. Yeah. So if you're going to go shoot cast, you're going to be taking a unit of these guys. If you're doing it with anybody, so many of the units in this game hit on threes. Mm-hmm. So many of the of the Stormcast unit hit on threes. Oh look, my Vigilors just tagged that unit. Now we're hitting it on twos. Yeah, I said everyone. Yeah. So now, now you don't have to waste your time 
casting other abilities that only affect like one unit. You know. Well, of like, course, yeah. if there if there's something that gives you minus one to hit, which I have a lot yeah. of those things. Oh, oh yeah. now that got plus one to hit, so that negates it. Now I'm going to use that spell, and I'm going to give them a plus one to hit. Yeah. And you're at a minus one to hit, and all. I mean, it's just. Mm-hmm. I like Vigilors a lot. They're not do cheap, too. though. I don't yeah, think. Um, Vigilors are five models for one ninety five, and they're battle line. If you're if knight judicator, judicator. If the army uh, general is a knight judicator, which I yeah. don't think it would be. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't make my general knight. No, but the Vigilors. I mean, they're. They're the same. They're cheaper. Than, they're cheaper than judicators. I know. I, I know. And, I don't, and they're faster. And they tag you. Yeah, they have less range, but who cares? That's not why they're there. Right. All right. Let's get to the last of this. Now, this is the part where the you know I'm like reading this, going, wait, what's happening? Um, we talked about the ether wings. The griff hounds are listed in here too. Uh, and then we're talking evocators and the Celestar Ballista are really yes. what's less. Yes. Evocators are cool. <laughs> they're still and, cool. But they're sacrosanct. I think sacrosanct might be my favorite stuff in here still. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys, unlike the other sacrosanct guys who like either charge up their own weapons or their own shields, these guys... Um, they, have a, they cast a spell on themselves, basically. They bolster other Stormcast instead of themselves. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, but 99 times out of 100, they're going to be casting it on themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's see where... They empower. Yeah, there's well, there's two units. Yeah, there's the guys on foot, and then there's the guys on Celestial Dracolines. Right. And their abilities are basically the same they can either they're wizards so they can uh cast the spell in your hero phase and unbind a spell in the enemy hero phase and they're always up front somewhere so most of the time you're gonna have a unit within 30 so they can they only know one spell they only know empower they can't cast anything else so no mystic shield no any of that stuff um, yeah, which is so, interesting because it's the unit, and they've done that before where you get a unit that can do that, but they can't cast anything and they can't pick spells from the spell lore. They just know yeah, Empower. Yep. Right, So, and you can mix weapons in the unit. I think, you know, you can have some guys with Tempest Blades, Storm Staffs, some guys with Grand Stabs, whatever. Mo- like, the math, I think, works out. Grand Stabs are better, but I have one unit of each, whatever. Um, and their empower is super good. It adds plus one to wound for the rolls made by that unit. So it could be either a redeemer or a sacrosanct unit. So you could cast this on any of the redeemer units, which, which we already, already talked, talked about, about, or a sacrosanct unit, uh, including a Celestar Ballista. So the Celestar Ballista <laughs> at rapid fire is suddenly hitting on twos. <laughs> or wounding on twos. Uh, the single shot one is now wounding on ones. So if you're minus one, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Um, um, they all have that Celestial Lightning Arc, too. Yeah, what that's, is that? And, that, and that's, the, that's the meat right here. Celestial Lightning Arc is, after this unit has fought for the first time in a phase, all of its attacks have been resolved, pick an enemy unit within three inches, roll two dice for each model in this unit, reach four plus, you take a mortal wound. That's it. So you get five of these guys in a unit, roll ten dice, you're doing that many mortal wounds, nasty. Yeah, that's didn't okay. 
are are these? I mean, are these guys new, or do they just suddenly have Thunderstrike armor? Or they don't these have Thunderstrike armor. They don't have Thunderstrike armor. So these are not the new guys. These are the guys from before. These are the guys yeah, these, who were. Yeah, they're 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 essentially unchanged. Yeah, except I think didn't in the old book. You rolled two dice for every model in the unit they were doing it to? No, it was always two dice for each model in this unit. Okay. It's the same. I, yeah, I was it's, mistaken. It's, it's, it's the same ability. But a unit but they, 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 used to, they used to be able to um, deflect uh, missile weapons that were shot at them, too. Mm-hmm. They could re-roll, say, rolls of one if you shot, like, a missile or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> whatever. And if you put, um, them on a, if you put one on a, on a Draca line... Yeah, then they're just faster, and then they get to and they can their roll their charges. And, yeah, <laughs> and then they're just more expensive. You have less of them. I'd rather have more guys on foot so I could get more celestial lightning attacks. But they'll have a four up save. Yeah, you could take five for two thirty, yeah. or three guys on the drag lines for two eighty. And granted, yeah. they're fast, and the drag lines get attacks and stuff. But now nah, I'll take th- I'll take them on foot unless you, I'll take them on foot. And unless I'll you're taking all- a whole army on mounts because you want to move fast. Yep, and I'm t- I'm just if I'm running, you know, evil care. I'm I'm saving up my my dice for all out defense. You know, they hit hard enough. I, I don't know if they need all out attack. All you know what I mean? I hear they you. Hit, they hit hard enough. They just they're gonna die a bunch. We only have only two have... units we haven't talked about yet. Okay. So, yep. Uh, the ballista. The ballista. And go for it. I know you love so, this thing. Oh man, the Celestar ballista. Um. So. It's got a crew, but they're all one model. So it's two engineers and the machine. And it all together counts as nine wounds. It's got a four-up save. That's it. No more shenanigans where you hide it in the woods and you get an extra save, whatever. That's all gone. Um, now it has, it's called versatile weapon. So each time it shoots, you either pick lightning charge shot, which is the one attack, or the rapid fire weapon, which is multiple decks. Um, it's changed slightly. Um, I guess it's it's up to I don't know the person who's looking at it if it's better or worse. Um, I, I mean, still before, like it. Oh, I like it. I mean, before it was thirty six inch range. It's at the same range, same. So the single bolt uh, is it's, well. I think it, it's probably eh, it's got to be better now. Because it's rend three. Yep, D six damage and D six damage, and but before what it would do is it would split um, its shot. So if you rolled a hit, you would roll a D six, and that's the number of hits it would do. You'd make a wound and save roll for each hit. So the 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 single shot was kind of meh in the old one, mm-hmm. but so the new one is way better at single shot. Um, the the new one is 18-inch range, so it's the same. It has 2d6 attacks instead of just a straight 4. Right. Um, but now it wounds better, or hits better, wounds the same, same brand, same damage, but it doesn't split anymore. No. So before, you would roll those four attacks, and each one of those four attacks, you'd roll d6, and that was the number of that was attacks. That was bananas. It, was, it was, didn't hit nearly as hard, but man, I always took the multiple attacks. Because yeah. you could get like you could literally get twenty four hits. Oh yeah, and, and now like, you're not what? Gonna, yeah, you're not going to get that anymore. But you're still going to get seven, you know, and they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna hurt, you know. Yeah, uh, the so ballista's not, still good. 
It's still good. And you can still bring in the Lodordinator and, and get bonuses to it. Yeah, plus one to hit. Yeah, so now you're hitting on twos and threes, you know, so yeah. so good. Yep. Uh, last unit, because we're not talking about the war. Uh, you the... want to talk about the Underworlds, guys? I mean, come on, there's a whole essay I've written on the Underworld. No, oh, is there? Okay. No, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. You can I turn didn't... it in. I'll, I'll grade it for you for next episode. <laughs> okay. You kidding me? Get out of here with that nonsense. Yeah, five paragraph essay on Steel hey, Listen, I, you know if <sighs> and the and the spells. Come on. I have no problem with Underworlds. I'm I'm saying it right now. I just I I don't want to keep buying stuff more and more and more stuff to keep up. You don't. Well, you don't have to. And no. now people have lost their darn minds because as the new stuff's coming out, the old stuff's dropping off. Which. Uh, I thought well, there's that the was... new format. They have the new format now. Well, I Rivals thought that was going to happen anyway, though. I thought this was supposed to be like their version of Friday Night Magic, whereas new editions come out, the older editions drop off. They wanted that, but I think maybe the pandemic put a crimp in that. So now they've know. got... They're still doing that. The new still... box is like set decks and set models, yeah, right? The ri- the Rivals format, right? So it's each whatever thing you buy, each... I don't know what you want to call them. Warband. Each, each warband you get comes with a deck, and that's your in the in the news. Uh, like starting at some point and up till now, it comes with that's your deck. That's what you get. If you have the old stuff, there's still a deck that they put out that you can use with it. It's the I can't remember the name, but they sold a, a like a universal card set that you can use. Right. So it's rivals format. You use the same deck. So all if the you time. pick so these guys, they come with that deck, and that's what that's you play. What, that's what's just what's what you get. So it's supposed uh, to it's supposed maybe to, I'll give it a it's supposed shot. to level the playing field. You know what I mean? So right. no, you don't you're not hunting for cards because you know I I did it. I was into it a little bit. You know, I'm hunting cards and buying sets just for certain cards. I did it for two editions. I bought everything that came out to get all the cards. I had them all in these. The, the, I had like the magic, the card yeah. sleeve deck. Drove yeah. me bonkers. I get, yeah. you know what? And then they change editions on you. It's like, oh, by the way, all those cards are. Right. And I couldn't keep in my OCD. I can't, I can't, those games I can't play. Yeah, I get crazy collecting it all. You. Hundreds of I dollars per edition because every time they put yep. out a new guy, I had to buy all the cards. Yep, Maybe I'll try this one. I, I, the Rivals be, format looks like fun. I think we should play it. It's, people keep telling me to give it a shot. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah, it's um, good. We have one more unit to talk about, though. We cannot okay. forget them because they are an important and beloved <laughs> part of this army. Of course, okay. I'm talking about the Griffhounds. Oh, yes. The Griffhounds with the six bravery, <laughs> the two <laughs> wounds, no save, nine move, uh, four attacks, threes by fours, no wound, one, no rend, one damage. If there's three or more models, you, you get a you get a alpha, and he gets an extra attack. Mm-hmm. Um, after you have fought and all of its attacks have been resolved, it can retreat six inches, ah. which I kind of love. They run up, they fight, and before you get to hit them back, they run away. Yeah, it's like the skink thing, right? Yeah, the skinks did. Um, there is, they do have one really cool little rule, though, and I know nobody's putting this in their army, but I love the warning cry. What page are they on, by the way? Uh, one sixty-nine. Okay. If an enemy reserve unit or summoned unit is set Never. up on the battlefield for the first time within twelve inches of this unit of Griffhounds, you mm-hmm. can pick up to three friendly Stormcast Eternals <laughs> units wholly within 12 inches of this unit of Griffhounds to shoot. And they have to shoot at that reserve unit. So if a reserve unit drops in, <laughs> uh, if I'm playing shoot cast, I'm taking some Griffhounds. 
Yeah. Kind of lay them out there, put them around, and if you try to drop in on me, I get free shots at you. Yeah, out of sequence. Yeah. I mean, six are six of them are 110 points. They're, yeah, six. They're not that expensive. They're not great, but they're they're your little friends. And if someone drops near you, they bark real loud, and then you get to shoot them. <laughs> they're good boys. Yeah, it's a good boy. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot somebody now because of you. <laughs> hey, I I don't know. You know, it's cute. But that's all no, the units. No, they're cool because their darting attacks can just mess people up. Yeah, run in. It, I mean, they're not going to do much. It's like it's like your horses. But you know what? Every time I play, the guys on the horses do nothing, and then the horses kill my guy. Well, you know what they do best is they just get in the way. Yeah. They're, 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 they're nice little chaff. Throw them in front of something. They don't have much of a save. But you know what? If you're going to be dropping stuff in suddenly before you drop stuff in, you're trying to if I've if I'm only taking them if I've got a lot of shooty things if I got a lot of shooty things right right so now before I drop stuff in I got to take these stupid things out so that my stuff that drops in doesn't get shot off the board before it does anything yeah and it, they changed the way that they work because they're like the companions for some of the characters too mm-hmm. not because now the Griff hounds are just like part of their yeah war it's it's now. yeah it's included on the war scroll it's part of their points you just have yeah. the model yeah instead yeah, it of it used to be a thing where they would be individual models so like. The, you know, the you'd drop your character in, his Griffhound would go sprinting off somewhere to go claim an objective or right now, like, go, no, go it's got to stay with yeah. charge. Yeah, <laughs> can't do that anymore. All right, that's the Stormcast Eternals. Finally, three flipping episodes. Can I give a shout out to the Deus Arcanum real quick? Sure, I'm going for it, man. So, Deus Arcanum is the end of the spell. Mm-hmm. I think it's super useful. Okay, which one is guy. that? So, that's the the, the, the and the spell where the wizard summons it, and he stands on it. Oh, and okay. Then, and then he uh, he gets a he can fly now, and he can get an extra uh, on uh, dispel, and he is minus one to hit while he's on it. Oh, that's cool. He used to be plus one armor. I gotta nice, tell nice you, one. if we're gonna do this, we might as well do this. I used to always play the comet. Yeah, I, I did too. I loved the comet. Now, Heck yeah, um, it's got yeah, a range a of thirty. You set it up, you know, yeah. and things point right. Every unit within ten inches takes yeah. wounds, and there's nothing that misses. A one does one, a two to five does D three, and a six does D six. Yeah, that D6 is nasty. Minus one to casting rolls for wizards within 10 inches. Now, that's yep. new. The old one, it did that at a 10-inch range when it dropped, and then it had a smaller range for for later turns. Like, yeah, it would still it kept, hurt if you're close. It, but it kept doing its damage turn after turn. Well, I don't what think would it happen does is, that anymore. No, it doesn't. It's got the, it's got the, uh, it messes up wizards from, enemy wizards from casting. It, yeah. But... Before it started off with the big the big area, and then it was a smaller area effect. And all that happened was your opponent just moved away from it. You could force them to move away. Yep. But what I just did was I would cast it, and then at the yep. start of the turn, I would yep. just dissipate it and it. throw yep. it again. I just every turn yep. I'm dropping a comet wherever your guys are. Yep. I can gotta you, say I love that stupid spell. Can you still? I think. How do you un? How do you unbind? I, I thought, I, and I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I haven't Girl's used question. Oh, I haven't used any endless spells this 
game, so I don't know, and I don't want to take a lot of time looking it up. But yeah. it used to be if I cast it, I could just at the start of my hero phase be like, you know what, it's gone. Mm-hmm. You used to just be able to say it's gone. I cast it. I I, I don't want it anymore. Right. I re- I know. I remember that. And that's what I would do. I would just get rid of it at the start of the turn. I don't know what the rules are now. I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I mean, yeah. I mean, do we want to stop? To, do we want to pause the show and go look it up? Honestly, I don't right now. It's eleven something. <laughs> I'm flipping tired. Okay. You know what? If anybody knows, you're more than welcome to put it on the Facebook page or let me know, and I will put up a correction when, or we'll explain it. Hey, leave me a voicemail. I love voicemail. Tell me how the, the endless spell thing works. I'll probably look it up before that, but who cares? <laughs> God bless America. This show's terrible. I don't know why people like it. Um, it's your winning I mean, personality. That must be it. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm a, my natural charm, my Guatemalan is my natural heat. If anybody gets that movie reference, I love you. Um, <laughs> all right, Chris. I think we did it. You got any lists for me? I do. Let's so talk I about this. I so what I did was I didn't. Make a new. I I use some of the new stuff, but I kind of just tweaked my normal list just to the new book. Okay. So what do you got? So I've got a Lord Arcanum. Okay. As my general, as I usually did, and he's got uh, lightning. I gave him the arcane tomb, so he has an extra spell. Arcane and oh, arcane. I'm sorry, arcane tome. Do you mean tome? T O M E. Yeah. Okay. Arcane tome. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not uh, trying to. Be, I'm not trying to be a, a grammar Nazi here, but you keep no, saying arcane you. tomb, and I'm thinking tomb. Is tome. that one of those things that's in the, the that that Sigmar hid from us? No. Okay. No. The arcane tome. Okay. So so then the other guys, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking Gavriel Sherhart because it's of this course literally, this you is literally, are. This is literally my old list. So uh, you know, ten liberators, you have ten sequiturs, uh, five vindicators, and then. Three Celestar Ballistas, a Lord Ordinator, and two units of five Evocators, and the Deus <laughs> Exactly 2,000 points. So that was pretty much my old list. Okay. Um, I would change it a little bit now. I would probably... I'd change it up a little. I tried to get one of the Lord Imperitants in there for the seven-inch distance. Yeah. And I would want to try to get a unit of Vigilors in there. I think is what I would try to do. I had to yeah. just tweak it a little bit. Uh, you know it. what? I tried to write a list, and I, you know, I came up with a couple of things with a lot of dragons that everyone else is doing. There's so many options. I'm not even certain what there to do. Is. As we're sitting and chit chatting, I'm getting ideas. Now I kind of mm-hmm. want to write some lists and talk about them. Maybe the next show or something like that. Yeah. Because there's no books out right now. We don't have a book to cover right now. We're actually going to talk hobby next episode. So maybe we'll talk about some of the lists next episode. Yeah. Although they got the, the Nurgle books coming, I'm excited. Oh yes, that's going to be cool. Oh yeah. Uh, then and then my other list was a uh, just a Hammers of Sigmar all Dracos <laughs> yep. Dracos list. So it's Vandis Hammerhand, uh, four Concussors, four Concussors, four Fulminators, four Tempestors. Nice. One thousand nine hundred ninety-five points. Really? So you just have seventeen models. Mm-hmm. And they're all on Dragoths. So there's not much there, and you better pray that you can hold some objectives with those guys because yeah. you just got to kill everything. You got to kill everything. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that that seems like a hard list to play. I ain't going to lie. I think it'd be kind of fun. I'm 16, not saying it ain't fun. 16 
concussor, 16 Dracos with five wounds each. That's 80 wounds or something. That's kind of hysterical. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. You could do it. As I was like, Ugh. it's got to be hammer to Sigmar, but you know. Right. And if you're taking hammers of Sigmar and a Dracos armor, you got to take Vandas. So. Of course, because he's awesome. Yeah, he is. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it then. I'm cool. folding up. I put my book down. I folded up my notebook. Wow. <sighs> this one wasn't that long, but we've already had two other episodes. So God bless America. Um, <laughs> all right. So this, I think, if 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 I if I have my druthers and I do what I'm what I'm saying. This is actually coming out early, which is the first early episode in Flippin' Forever. Nice. Right on the tails of the old episode, but that gives us some time to do a hobby episode. Plus, I might want I want to do I want to try to get some other stuff going. But here you go. You have now heard all the Stormcast everything, and it's ridiculous. I really want to look into writing a list that's just messing with people's hitting and wounding. Yeah, we could do it. And seeing what we can do with that, getting the right things together and seeing what I can bring in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all in the artifacts and stuff like that. And yeah, the, and I, was, this, I, was, I still think was, there's a list out there where you can like, how much damage can I do to you turn one with spells, shooting, comets, Whatever. How much damage can I do? That, that's definitely something you can do with this list. This list is going to need a lot of wizards, though, and I didn't think that that was their strong suit, but I could be mm-hmm. wrong because I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you, 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 There's that one guy who can cast that spell, and it gets increased range from Thunderstrike armor nearby. Mm-hmm. Just zap. Here's a ballista or two or three. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Here's a comet on your face. Blap. Here's... <laughs> this ability, blap! Your D three mortal wounds, D three mortal wounds. Shoot, 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 shoot! Like thunderstrike crossbows, pow, power. Yeah, because there is that. Pow, there pow, is pow, that pow. one drop battalion that's yeah. uh, that's uh, all. That's all troops. So you could take yeah. all your thunderstrike armor guys, just drop them all around that hero. Yeah, yeah. You're going first. You know, if you're taking that battalion. Yeah. And you're just, and you're just pointing at a unit on the battlefield. Turn one. I'm gonna kill that unit. Maybe that could be fun. Hey, I, I don't know like, how much. Stand, I, I, you have to, you all right, to so now, out. now, now you got me curious, and now I got to want to write list, but it's too late to write them <laughs> right now. Oh, all right, listen. So before we wrap up, and I think we're going to be do, like I said. I I don't know. Did they say when the Nurgle book's coming out? I saw that in the preview for Warrior. Um, January, something like that. Okay, so it's not coming out this year. I don't think so. So we've got at least one more episode this month. We're going to talk some hobby. We got a December episode, and then we got the Christmas episode, the 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 year wrap up. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited for this. All right, cool. All right, so um, let's thank the sponsors one more time before we leave. Of course, that includes Kazork Superstore, Six Squared Studios, and Grognards, uh, and the Patreon patrons. Those are these associate producers: Christopher Sanders, Big Jake, and Jake Corman. Executive producers: Colin Miller, Tyler McDonald, and our newest patrons. Uh, oh, wait! I'm looking at the wrong numbers here. And our newest patrons: Tim O'Brien and Scott Milne. Thank you all for becoming part of that one percent that make everything we do on the show possible. Chris, we've done it. Yes, we've done it, and we're actually ahead of schedule for the first time in forever. You've been, you have been a positive influence on me, Chris. <laughs> And Ready I for more. appreciate your flexibility in scheduling uh-huh. these things, but this is wonderful. Uh, folks, 
Until next time, episode 278. Only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. <laughs> you got to come in with that louder right when I'm done. Let's do that one more time. Only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. <laughs> all right. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs>